PFT Media. You are now listening to Cinema Crespediso. And there is only one thing we say to death. If peeing your pants is cool, consider me Miles Davis. Welcome to Billy D's Death at the Movies. What's up, my dudes? I had a big week this week. I caught seven bands, binged the boys, and then dragged myself to see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. First off, I highly recommend anyone who wants to have a good time check out Twerp and the Proto Men, as well as Bewitcher, Striker, Holy Grail. Both those tours are killer. No one knows they need to go to a robot sex disco until they've been to one. After seeing all the bands, including Iron Fucking Maiden, I icy hotted my knees and laid around most of Saturday binging the boys. The show is pretty great, and I can't wait to finish it. It's like if Paul Verhoeven made a JLA TV show in his prime, stripping with satire and copious violence. This is a must-watch for people experiencing a bit of the old superhero fatigue. It's funny, hyper-violent, and has a lot of heart in surprising places. I also saw Once Upon a Time in Hollywood last night, and uh, I'm still mulling it over. Maybe in the minority here, but I don't think I loved it. Performances were great, but it was strangely lifeless. QT's movies typically have a kinetic energy about them, and I sometimes felt that, but most of the time I was left wondering why I was watching a certain scene play out the way it did. What is important about this? Upon reading more about it, it doesn't seem to have been that important to Quentin while making the movie. It's supposed to be a hangout movie, where you just follow cool people around for a little while, but this seemed like like a landlocked Titanic. We know where it's headed, so the audience was just waiting for a couple of hours to see what he does with the Manson family murders. I don't know. I'm going to watch it again because there were things I really liked, like the performances and chemistry between Leo and Pitt. That's fantastic. I mean, I need an in-character commentary from them. So in that way, he succeeded. He made me want to hang out with these characters, but I don't know if ultimately I was satisfied. This is one of those situations where I may have to do, you know, a a full rewatch of his later films to consider this in this context. And this also may have been a time where going in as blind as possible hurt my enjoyment. But yeah, I'm not sure if I loved this. I just sort of liked it, but I do recommend it. It's a weird position to be in. Anyway, stay cool, Billy D. This program is brought to you by Off Cuts Podcast Meal Delivery Service. Fresh ingredients delivered right to your ears. That's right, we'll provide the meat cubes, vegetable cakes, and pub subs. Instructions not included. You figure it out. Offcuts Podcast. It's food for your brain. Chris Crespo Radio Show. Everybody likes it. Listen to his shit. Welcome to Cinema Crespo Tiso. Episode 343 of Cinema Crest So how you guys doing? And you gals, and you uh, uh, guys and gals who uh, prefer either or uh, gender fluid. Oh my god, I'm already 
been digging an unnecessary <laughs> hole for myself. Uh, with me as always, is Drusa Cogburn. Drew, get me out of this hole. Keep digging. No, keep digging. Get me out, Drew. Keep Drew, digging. Drew, save me, Drew. Dig away. I want you to. I would dig as deep as you can. Asking please. Drew to save me for in a empathy test is like asking. No. Uh, it's like asking a <laughs> no, devil no. to have me put out a fire. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. No. It, yeah. Uh huh. No, he's yeah. like, no, keep doing it. Yes. Yeah, yes, yeah, yes. yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> keep digging that hole. Be bad. Yeah, yeah. yeah, yeah. Here, let me fill it with some water. Like, be insensitive. Why? Why care for others' feelings? Yeah. Uh, Steve Etchie. Hey. How you doing, buddy? I love it when we start a show with a foible. Yeah, foibles. <laughs> that's, that's our style. That's, that's the only thing we do. How are you doing, sir? I'm doing I'm doing great. Wearing a pinball shirt. You saw that pinball painting I sent you? Yes. I think it's still, I think it's still for sale. And it, yeah, if I had money. And yeah, it's affordable. Uh, it's affordable. It's like it 150, is. 200 bucks on that, maybe 250. They're in, uh, affordable it was, it was 150, yeah. It was 150? Uh-huh. <laughs> have it right here and it'll be a nice studio piece right the crazy pinball the, the sure, schmoozy yeah. lose pinball machine yeah. uh, ladies and gentlemen with us for uh, our first time first time guest newish co-host of the Off Cuts <laughs> podcast doing our second week in a row of Off Cuts related shenanigans it is Allison Steele ladies and gentlemen yeah give you a applause <laughs> Thanks for having me. I'm so happy to be here. Thanks for coming, Allison. Appreciate it. Uh, I met you when I went and did Off Cuts. Uh, what was yes. that already? Like a month ago? I think about yeah, it, yeah. Freaking time. Why does it got to keep going like that? It's too fast. So fast, so annoying. Uh, that, that's back. my that's my car racing franchise. So I was going to say so fast, so annoying. So fast, so annoying. <laughs> sorry, me and Drew. Sorry. I'm fast. He's annoying. Mm. Uh, <laughs> sorry, Drew. I mean, it's okay. You yeah, brought us lineage Cold brew coffee that you right. you brewed yourself. Yes. So this is a Kenyan single origin mm, blend. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. So that means it just comes from one farm. Beautiful. It has some, it's a lighter coffee. It has some citrus notes mm-hmm, to it. Mm-hmm. I don't know if you're picking up on that, but. Um, well, I uh, I split up between me and Drew. Mm-hmm. And I'm pretty sure Chris filled his with, his with booze. I had some left. Oh, yeah. And I and I did a, a shot of it black because I do Good. drink my black, my coffee, cold brew coffee black. Mm-hmm. No cream, no sugar. Normally. Typically. Yes. And it, man, it went down. Like you said, it's a, it's a light smooth. roast. The cold brew is so smooth. I could easily drink, like, that tumbler you brought in, mm-hmm. I could drink that whole thing yeah. over ice in, a, in an hour. Easily. That, that is the recommendation for any time you have coffee before mm. you add anything to it. Taste, taste a little bit of it. Absolutely. See what you might add or take away by adding you know booze or milk exactly or, yeah. now i did add like juice to pointed out uh, mm-hmm. my my baileys uh, vanilla cinnamon and then some tuwaka vanilla brandy to go mm-hmm. with it so for people at home looking for a good time lineage cold brew plus this concoction here mm-hmm. oh, yeah, <laughs> so thank you for bringing the coffee i turned into the base of my show cocktails and I, I brought stroop waffle cookies yes thank yes. you yes now today is technically is this Waffle Day? No. National oh, I'm, Waffle Day. I'm rebelling it's, against it, the it, national whatever it, day. It's national okay? something it's day. It's chocolate sure. chip cookie day. Okay. Good to know. It is. Okay. No, okay. Dude, every day is national something stupid yes. day. Yes. Always something stupid. Yeah. I got I got kind a petition annoying. in uh, my email box like I don't know like two or three months ago. Mm-hmm. It was a petition to um, make I forgot which day it was, but make it like National Pinball Day. And somebody, yeah, somebody had sent it to me. It was like, like oh. something that would be up your alley. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but like, and they sent it to me, and I'm like, who gives a shit? <laughs> this is so stupid. If the guy with the tattoo, the <laughs> pinball tattoos, doesn't give a shit, right. then yeah. no one. You're wearing a pinball T-shirt. No one should be giving a shit. Well, if every no. day is something day. It exactly. kind of distracts from 
more important days. So because <laughs> it's so because it's National Chocolate Chip Cookie Day, is that why you brought Gazala cookies? Yes. You're openly rebelling they're, against a type of yes. cookie day. I like that. I do they're like They're a little that. lighter. Awesome. They're um, made in Orlando as well. So yes, the local. How do you say it, Steve? I don't know. Come on, you were there. You were there. We saw. We saw her make some. You guys watched it get made. Yeah, we watched them get made. It was awesome. We got some fresh, fresh out of the fresh out of the tub. Well, I mean, come on, it's fresh out of the tub. They're Dutch. Mm-hmm. She's Canadian Dutch, though, right? The, 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 or is it Dutch Canadian? Uh, oh, <laughs> I think Dutch. Can- <laughs> you know, like the French Canadians. Blowing our minds over here. Didn't <laughs> you? It's all saying you were mixing things up. Uh, you brought us cookies. You brought us coffee. Yep. You also brought us uh, a quiz. I'm so excited for the quiz because uh, typically I'm well, the one doing now the, the, the trivia quiz. Master. I'm the quiz, but I'm not the quiz master. No, quiz master. no, no. Uh, Curtis Earth. Quiz apprentice. Quiz. I'm a quiz smith. As well as a, a, a quizzy almond and a trivia slinger. I like the but idea. I, I am not of, a quiz master. No, I like the idea of apprentice just because I. That's can, my first year. Because I, 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 trivia because I, I, I can picture yeah. you like you know dressed up like Mickey Mouse, mm-hmm. Chris Crespo. Oh like, yeah, I was. I did with a the spe- magic hat. I did a spell that? to have trivia <laughs> questions written automatically uh-huh. for me, and it turned yeah. into a bunch of pencils taken over, and I had to fight them. It was <laughs> no, brutal. that's, that's <laughs> actually <laughs> Nick Cage's <laughs> next movie. It's gonna be Nick Cage and Chris Crespo, the Quiz Master's Apprentice. Yes, the Quiz Master's Apprentice. Sorry, Nicholas Cage and Chris Crespo. No, I'm not a Quiz Master. I'm a Quiz Smith, and it is nice. For someone to bring us me a yeah. quiz and I can participate and lose for once in front of people, it's gonna be a lot of fun. It's not too hard. Um, we got a lot of stuff in the second half. Actually, it's gonna be really good. I'm looking forward to it. But we got to talk about the stuff in the first half, mm-hmm. which means new movies. Drew, can you look up the box office? Mm-hmm. I'm very I curious. For yeah. Fast Ampersand Furious presents colon Hobbs <laughs> Ampersand Shaw. Uh, <laughs> so in America, Specifically, I mean that's the title. I mean it's number one, number one movie made sixty million dollars in America. Where number one? Where how much? Sixty, and then another one twenty foreign. Of course, so one eighty total. For of the course, one twenty foreign. Yeah, which means Lion King's number two at how much? And then fifteen or sixteen for 20. once upon twenty for once upon a time in Hollywood. Um, all right, that all makes sense. All tracks mathematically. Mm-hmm. These things make sense. Yes. The world is still uh, in one piece. Yeah. Um, sorry, so we saw this PG thirteen. Correct. Two hours and 15, 20 minutes. Something should like that. have been an hour fifty at so least, like, at most. Yeah. Oh, I thought you were saying I'll yeah. say the other way. Yeah, 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 mm-hmm. yeah. If not shorter. Yes. Yes. Correct. An hour, man. This thing is too long. It's bloated. But you know what's funny though? The things that you would cut out are things that are like it's still good. Mm-hmm. It's still good stuff. You know what I would cut out, Drew? What? Uh, I'm not gonna say who it is, but the the second cameo. There's two cameos in this movie mm-hmm. that are hidden in all the marketing. Okay. The second cameo that okay. they then tie into the plot later is yeah. like, thank you for helping us get from point A to point, point B. B. Yeah. Which for this whole movie, because these guys are going all around the world easily. I drop off a hat, then all of a sudden we're supposed to give a shit how they get from point A to point B, uh-huh. like two thirds, yeah. just so yeah. they can fit in this cameo. Yes. Um, yes. They have a lot of those. Though. They obviously you know, went way out of their way for it to make it. Yes. That's very annoying. It is very annoying. Yes. Now here's the thing, though, Steve. Yes. Technically, I, can, I see how we can cut this out. Get this out of here. This is fat. It's nonsense. It is. But in watching the scene as it was happening, I was liking it. <laughs> it's, it's nice when something unbelievable happens like that you don't see coming. I was completely surprised by uh, when I saw uh, 21 Jump Street okay. uh, in theaters. That's a very surprising movie uh, in many ways. And Johnny Depp yeah. at the end. That yeah. was so wild. Like, oh, my yeah. God. And I, he pulls off the yeah, nose. Yeah. <laughs> and you legitimately, you can see it once you view it again. Sure. But when he's got all his makeup on, like, and you're, and you're not looking no for idea. Already. At that point, mm. it's so deep in the movie. Yeah. 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 It's a really great little cameo. Yeah. He just pulls off the nose, and I was 
like, oh my god! This <laughs> this one feels much more forced. Yeah, uh, but also oh. still fun. It, I, that's the thing. The other cameo, then I'm not gonna say who it is. He has a couple of scenes, yeah. including a post credit scene where he gets the riff. And then I found out later with the the director, he's like, oh yeah, the day of the scene, we needed some jokes, we wanted to punch it up, so we just let this guy riff. That may be sort of given away. It's a guy who riffs a lot, and um, <laughs> he's a serial riffer. He's a serial riffer, <laughs> and it was his idea to throw in a bunch of uh, Game of Thrones references. That's why that all that stuff's in the movie because this one dude who yeah. has a cameo in the movie and just showed up this one day and just had this idea on the day. Now it's like a feature thing throughout thing, the movie. Yeah. It's really strange. <laughs> Movies are weird how they're made. You think it's like, yeah. He, he gave, there's a lot of work, but then it's also on the fly. <laughs> He gave the other guy a fun nickname as well. He gave the other guy a fun nickname. It was great. It, it's very... Yeah. It's, so, there's, <laughs> so there's like fun surprises like that, but then you could cut them out, make a tighter movie, and it would still be like... I think it would still be a better movie. Oh, definitely. Right? Yeah. Because we don't need that stuff. No. Is it trying to be it's too fun, funny? Though. What do you think, Drew? I don't think it's trying... Talk to me about the humor. I, I think it's the only way it could inject its own humor into it. Because yeah, sometimes every once in a while, The Rock's got a couple fun lines, and mm. so does Jason Statham. But for the most part... What they're doing is the serious action. Yes, they, they need something to, to to even leaven that stuff up to yeah. break the monoton to break the monotony of the action. <laughs> to a point, well, yeah, basically, that is well, action yeah. movies for me well, totally. Well, no, I just and like here's the thing. blank I mean, out. Well, it's so really, true though. It's, I mean, it's, it's so a Fast and Furious movie, so it's that's so what you're expecting. Like, it, yeah. it's just yeah. nonstop action. Yeah, that's all it is. But that's, that it, with occasional stops to talk about family. Well, in the Fast yes. and Furious, was family, real well, family. And, and this now, one, now it's the Rock being family, and, and now it's like, going like, oh, family. Oh, my family is my sister. It's my mother. You talk about my mother. That's my sister. He's like, oh, we're going back to Samoa. They kept saying what's so. Samoa. I guess it's Samoa. Apparently, apparently, oh. I mean, apparently, if, guys, if it's how, Samoa. If that's how the way. That's the Wait, way the guy's name is Sam Oa. Get out of here! Leave my studio. We're talking about Samoan. Samoa, because the rock is Samoan. Dwayne yeah. Johnson, right? Yeah. So it, it, this actually, this movie features the most like Samoan code, Samoan code culture yes. than any other you, film in history. Yeah. yeah, and it's just like that doesn't sound, that doesn't sound very hard. Except, no, exactly. Very low bar to clear. Yeah. Yeah. Very low bar. Say, except for maybe Moana, but the rock is part of that too. Oh yeah, the rock is part yeah. of that too. Oh, yes, I love yes. That movie. I actually haven't. I'm slacking on my like the last two three years worth of animated uh, Disney it's stuff. On Netflix, is it? Yeah, I'm getting that D plus soon as well, and I and I'm talking about the app, not that uh, my date later. That's sure, D plus. Uh-huh. Yeah, about. Drew knows what I'm talking yeah. about. He knows what I'm talking uh-huh. about. Mm-hmm. <laughs> um, well, it, was the movie too long in that like it, the ending? It just didn't end, or just all in between oh, no, needs I cut. Mean, it does fun. end pretty shortly after it should. Like, okay. it does tack on just a little bit, for sure, because movies don't end yeah. anymore. I, I'm mm-hmm. watching a lot of, we'll talk about this later, I'm watching a lot of, like, 80s and 90s action oh, yeah. movies, especially in the 80s, mm. when they killed a bad guy in, like, That's 70s. Movie. Yeah, when they killed the bad guy, credits. That's it. Maybe a yeah. shot of, like, Burt Reynolds in a park. Credits. <laughs> yeah. And then the credits roll. It's like, oh, my God, the movie's over. It's amazing. I don't have to sit around. They wrap things up, all this shit. Like, you just picture in your head all these things getting wrapped up. Mm-hmm. No, this movie goes back and it wraps all yeah. those things up. And then it dangles more strings mm-hmm. for you for later for future movies and things. Obviously, they're setting up, this is no spoiler, setting up uh, Fast, Ampersand, Furious, Presents, Colin, Hobbs, Ampersand, <laughs> Shaw, uh, Colon, semicolon, semicolon, <laughs> uh, revenge. Yeah, I was about to say, rising. Bullshit, rise of retribution, <laughs> uh, some requiem, something like that. Something with an R. Some, some sort of sequel. They're doing right. uh, drone strike Tokyo. Um, Drifting through Jurassic Park. I'm, I'm down with that. Yeah. I, I, I want to see T Rex's uh, drift through parking garages. <laughs> <laughs> Tiny arms make around corners really well. He's got one of those steering wheels, those little steering wheels with like chains. Yeah, uh, and he's you like, know. <laughs> And it's fitting perfectly. Um, 
it's a. I had fun with the movie. It's goofy. It's, I mean, the humor. It's so silly. It's very silly. Uh, silly on all fronts. But the, I feel the like actions the, silly. The cars are silly. But I feel like the it gives you what you want, silly. though. Silly. You know, it's if you're a fan of the stuff, it gives you what you want. If yeah. you're like Alice, you're like, oh, you just go blank when you see action. Yes, well, fight scenes. Forget, There's no point. Yeah, it. yeah. This one's all. This one's all yeah. fight scenes. It's all I grew up it's watching kung fu movies. I want to see the fight mm-hmm. scenes. I love. Uh, the Schwarzenegger, Van Damme, Stallone movies of the 80s. So I feel like this yeah. is made by the same people who were watching those movies, you know. Well, yeah. But it's like the amped up version of that. And in some ways it delivers. In mean, some ways it kind of I doesn't. mean, yes, it is a Fast and Furious movie, but it's still also a David Leach movie. Yeah, so this guy did the first so. John Wick, and then he did Atomic Blonde, and uh, Deadpool 2. So he for sure has a style. Yeah. Lots of, like, strong, uh, uh, like, pink lights. Yeah. Strong yeah. blues. And I'll tell you what, the action in this one, like, you you definitely felt it. The final action scene. The, the great... Great the final fight. Work. The final fight scene. It, Not going to say what the, happens. It's the sound that there, sell it. There is good sound too. It was like nice, loud theater. I love good sound design. Yeah, the good sound design really goes. People don't realize it goes really far in selling things. Um, yeah. The final fight scene that they have, the two on one that they tease in the trailer. Oh, ha! Like I don't want to say what they're God, doing or the, the the conceit of that Just, scene. Um, but like the way they tell the story of that fight and then the the visuals of it was by far like at least they saved the best for last yeah, in, in this movie course. I felt and uh, so it sort of leaves it walking out of the theater like oh, okay well at least I got something there for sure at the end uh, I like that that was good but it's for sure for fans of the series and of these characters I mean it, and if there are weirdos out there who are like well where's Tyrese and Vin Diesel nobody well, cares gonna, well yeah. those people I'm talking about those people those weirdos They're, they care they shouldn't care but they do though Yeah, Tyrese. I like Tyrese see he cares <laughs> Now just giving you the side eye. Uh, <laughs> it's it's fine for fans of the franchise. It's fine, but it's not like oh you haven't seen any of these movies. Well, it, watch this one. This will sell you on it. It definitely feels more of just a Rock and Jason Statham team up movie under the guise of these characters introducing from the Fast and Vanessa Kirby, who's already been around for a minute, but uh, she gets a sizable role too. And she's pretty good. She's good. Yeah. That's a great last name, Vanessa Kirby. Yeah. Kirby. Yeah, exactly. Yeah. Which, which I, I, I recently, well, my favorite Game Boy games. which by the way, I recently mm-hmm. realized, unfortunately, that Kirby is also short for curb stomp. But mm-hmm. yeah, it's also called a, it's also called Give a Kirby. Kirby. It's very, That's very, very that totally changed <laughs> when I was thinking because I always thought of the you know Nintendo character, Kirby, yeah, and then finding out it's also like another word, you know, word for that. I'm like. Hmm. Well, that's the difference between <laughs> Eastern and Western culture. I didn't know yeah. that happened enough to be nicknamed. To be a thing. Well, Let's... if you're in the right circles. <laughs> yeah, then, then, then it becomes something yeah. that we have to have. A lot of curb for. stomping circles. It yeah. sounds much better than a curb stomp. I just gave him the old Kirby. Give me the old Kirby. <laughs> yeah, maybe it's like, oh, give me the old Kirby over here. Fish hook and a Kirby. Off we go. <laughs> get a pub. Get a pint in the pub. Uh, so it's a fine enough movie. Right, Drew? Yeah. We, we got the, maybe the best part of the movie is getting to see the nonsensical tenant trailer that, yes. that tells you nothing. <laughs> this trailer was awesome. The trailer for the new Christopher Nolan good. where all of his movies now have a teaser. All of them. Yeah. They have a teaser that tells you nothing. It's just mm. who's in it. And a bunch Here's of the title, weird shots. And some weird shots. And it's shots. like, try to piece this together, silly it's, asshole. It's, yeah, it's, it's, it's crazy. <laughs> was it intriguing, though? Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. yeah. But at this that's point, nice. I'm just intrigued by a new... Well, yeah. I mean, it's Christopher Nolan. New Christopher Nolan. Mm-hmm. Yeah, that's yeah. flat out enough for me right there. Um... 
Well, we saw the trailer for something else that I hadn't seen before. I mean, the Maverick trailer was good. Ma- have you guys seen the Top Gun trailer, the new one? Top Gun. No, Maverick? I haven't seen the trailer. He's flying. I haven't seen the trailer. He's a flying jet yeah, he's, 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 he's in the cockpit. He's actually flying. I've, I've only seen the. the um, that's what Tom Cruise does now. Yeah, he he, the, he, he flies things. He flies, he flies yeah. helicopters and Mission Impossible movies and jets oh, and yeah. Top Gun movies. Oh, yeah. it's so good when he does though. Mm-hmm. I like it. Yeah, I like it. A lot. It's fucking crazy. You saw what? Huh? Oh, uh, I forget. Man, it's coffee. It's coffee so good. This is really delicious. Shouts of lineage. Um, and I was I'm trying to think what else. We saw some. the new Gemini Man trailer. Well, I mean, same one. From so does Gemini Man movie. Will but Smith. But it keeps getting better. Old Will Smith is a better trailer than the first one. Old Will Smith fights young Will Smith. Have you seen anything mm, about this one? No. You may blank out a little bit on scenes on this Do one. Do they as use well. his kid for that? No. No, they used scenes him. Scenes from the Fresh Prince, please. Oh, <laughs> that would be so smart. Just cut him out. Yeah. That would be so smart. Oh, my no, God. They, yeah. they did the whole de aging thing. They, they de aged him. They put the dots on his face. Uh, and they max and they de aged him. So CGI? Yeah. Yes. How good does it look? Because in the past, that's been a horrible the, the idea. The first trailer didn't look that great. The uh, second trailer looks looked better. a little better because they're giving it the renders. The more passes as it comes closer and closer to the movie. To, to being released, they'll be yeah. rendering it until like two days before the movie. Oh, I'm sure. Especially yeah. these days, now you don't have to ship out film. No, uh, the theaters just download the movie onto their servers. Oh. So they can like render up until the last minute and then make it available for theaters to access. Uh, yeah, I actually did a VFX job for somebody that he called me and was like, hey, um, you know, it was a limited release. Yeah. I, don't even ask me what it was called. I don't remember. No. Um, we'll check uh, your IMDb, IMDb page. Uh, it's probably not. I don't know. <laughs> this this guy's an idiot. But um, <laughs> but uh, uh, he contacted me and was like, hey, I need to have this on a wall, you know, and mm-hmm. people walking by it. Mm-hmm. You know, so you got to composite it and everything. Mm. And uh, I was like, oh, okay, cool. And I was like, when do you need this? You know, and it was a, 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 on a Wednesday, I think. Mm. It's like, I need it by Friday. And you gave you 48 hours? Yeah. Goodness gracious. I know. Uh, I was pretty miffed about that. But I was like, but I was like, does it have to be that early? And he goes, yeah, because it has to be. He's like, I have to have it by like, what was it? Four o'clock mm. on uh, on Friday. Mm-hmm. And I go, that sounds really why? Why? Because it's going to be in theaters at six o'clock. Huh. Yeah. <laughs> I need it done. Yeah, that's amazing. Yeah, that's and amazing. and I sent it in, and you know, two hours later, it was in theaters. It was in I'm theaters, like, man. <laughs> that's a turnaround. Yeah, thank God you you. What if he was like, we're just gonna put out. No one will notice the green screen, the, the green block in this, yeah. this moment. Yeah, that's a short. Scene Even if they do it. notice, nothing we can do about it now. At that point, if they're not sold by the movie, we've lost them, Drew. But that, I mean, that was so my funny. first thought when I got that offer, though. When he said, like, and then you know, I need it then because like, you know why? it'll be why? two hours, and I thought, oh my god, we. This is very recent. It is very that recent. we could do that. Yeah, within the last five six years, it's unbelievable. And then we get the occasional someone downloads the wrong movie, mm, and then they start playing the wrong fun. movie in the theater. Yeah. Uh, a bunch of people want to see Guardians of the Galaxy. They got Rise of the Guardians the take- animated <laughs> uh, holiday movie like, instead. By accident. didn't a bunch of kids get some horror movie? Kids got a uh, yeah. They got but well, they just saw the I horror. remember that they saw the horror movie trailers yeah. first before they even got to the movie, mm. and the parents pulled them out because they shot the trailer like the nun or something. No. It's oh very gosh. like. Jumps here like, um, that's hilarious. That is hilarious. I mean, it, 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 it's hilarious, funny. but like, <laughs> I understand. I would be mad if if I was there with my kid. Get you know what I mean? Like, sure. mad. They're, they're legitimate. Their their anger is legitimate. Yeah, I mean, yeah, but, but, I, but it still makes me laugh. It's, it's, it's funny. Hilarious. For us, it's funny. But yeah, I, I mean, some, I understand some teenagers getting paid eleven dollars an hour to press that button. You can't blame him. Eleven. <laughs> try nine fifty. All right, there we go. He's getting paid nine fifty to press that button. Yeah, it sucks. Uh, we don't have projections anymore. That's a thing in the past. 
Um, so yeah, what, what, what's that up? So we're talking about, oh, Best Gemini series. Man. So Gemini, Gemini Man. Man, I want to talk about how. I've heard it. That's it. It's, so it's Ang Lee. Mm-hmm. Okay. Right. It's his follow-up to Life of Pi. No, his follow-up to the the, 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 the long walk with Billy Lynn or whatever. whatever. The halftime. Yeah. The long halftime. Yep. Some, that's some stupid looking shit. Yeah. So his last couple movies now, including this one, he's into high frame rate stuff. So this movie, nice. it's going to be at instead of 24 frames a second, which is what we're used to, it's going to be 120 frames a second. Uh, wow. so it's, that's uh, some smooth-ass motion. Exactly. It's going to be like ultra-smooth, ultra-high-definition. Ultra you- and apparently it's in 3D, so uh, reports are, when you watch this movie with that resolution and in 3D, it's as if you're watching like your real life like diorama it's like, it's like right there yeah it's like it's like a, a screen a plate of glasses has been taken away mm-hmm. and you're just watching Will Smith and do and explosions oh, wow. of crazy do you, and stuff like that do you remember the frame rate of um, the, the Hobbit? Hobbit 60 yep so they're going double the Hobbit mm-hmm. and his last movie did this other Billy Lynn halftime uh, uh, I'm a soldier who's sad about stuff movie was like 60 or something like that mm-hmm. and uh, I think um, Cameron might be pushing 60 for the Avatar movies well I mean it makes sense yeah because he's into a higher frame rate as well well what I find strange though is like um, that I don't I don't particularly like about that mm-hmm. is that um, I mean it does make a major difference it's not like it's a gimmick it makes a difference yeah but at the same time uh, and they did to do this with the Hobbit too. Um, people had to ch- like uh, uh, theaters had to change out equipment because yeah. pro- not projectors, but whatever it is, they don't do that. Like yeah. they had to upgrade all across the country. Theaters were upgrading their equipment yeah. just to play this movie. That, uh, it's funny how certain movies do that, where they come out in a certain format and they force theaters exhibitors to change their uh, yeah. their systems if they want to show this movie. That they're pretty sure it's going to be a success. And that's not cheap. No, it's not cheap to convince the entire industry to switch over. Is that the direction movies are moving to now? That's the direction some people want movies. They some people believe in high frame rate uh, yeah. as a, another way to bring people to movie theaters, mm-hmm. um, but not everyone is on board. And then the Hobbit, we saw the first Hobbit in that high frame rate. And it looked terrible. Mm. It was it, awful. It, it looks so because um, our eyes aren't used to it, so right. it, it makes film look like video like the worst type oh, yeah. of yeah. video well especially like when cheap. It, it makes it's it's a, it's a weird ironic thing where it's super expensive and it makes it look cheaper yeah mm-hmm. yeah well the other thing too is that i find i find oh, it, it, it's most it, it has its largest effect when the camera is like panning around mm-hmm. because as you're following all of the you know like whatever you know the look, background whether it's motion, a city or whatever yeah. the background motion is very very different and it's jarring it's it's yeah. er, everything is in focus and you're used to like mm-hmm. certain blurry motion and things like that and when it's not there your brain picks up on it and it's like yeah. well this is uh, yeah so we'll see how it's almost like watching a play as opposed to a yes. movie yes uh, right like a really expensive play right like mm-hmm. wow this play has explosions yeah. on the on yeah. the other hand though like uh, i think cool, actually, people do like people i don't know i think they just want to be a more serious filmmaker or something where they like they always want to do 24 frames yeah and you know and yeah, I'll on get, film and I'll get sent stuff on 24 frames and I'm like what are you doing you want me to post this to YouTube like you know what I mean like mm-hmm. give me 30 frames you jackass like yeah. it, it doesn't it doesn't do anything except make it harder to upload because of the compression yeah because you have less data to work with they're, they're basically YouTube um, like they have um, guidelines mm-hmm. where you can go outside those guidelines and it'll still work okay but here's how it will look best interesting and you know and they, you, and they want uh, higher frames slightly higher frame rate. Uh, it's not even that much 30 it's just 30 30 is not much higher than no no that's I mean that's, that's standard barely. video yeah but um, but I mean yeah and they're just like oh I want to do 24 why 
Why do you want to do 24? Because they don't have any idea why they want to do because 24. Because that's why I want to be in 24. I want to be anamorphic. I want to be on film. Because yeah. that's all my favorite movies are like that. Oh, if somebody made me do anamorphic for no reason, I'd stab them. What is that? That's when it's super widescreen. Uh, oh, when yeah. it's like the long the black bars. rectangle. Yeah. And then on yeah. TVs, you get the big black bars to mm-hmm. make up for it on yeah. the TV. And anamorphic is literally... there's the curtains go back wider. Yeah. Uh, the black like, bars like are like bigger than the actual picture yes. like it, it's right. that wide well you it's, can do it's ridiculous <laughs> you can do what was we saw the terrence malick um like the history the of time yeah. uh like documentary it's like a 30 minute thing we saw on an imax screen and it's like super wide screen so it was like it, it was an instance where the blackness of the screen was so much wider than the image yeah it's up there watching but it was on a giant imax screen so it's still pretty mm-hmm. nice so yeah so it's still pretty nice but i mean even but in watch that, that home would even, be ridiculous. It, oh yeah <laughs> even in that case though like why would you not shoot the film for an IMAX screen which is usually what's done because that, and it's not that it's not because, anamorphic because that was the specific uh, experiment of that documentary was so to play with this extra wide format that no one ever gets because it's Terrence Malick he's a madman no yeah. one has a picture yeah. of him uh, earlier, uh, newer than like 1975 it's crazy every time people like write articles about him talk about him it's the same old picture of him as a young man <laughs> he's an old man no one has a picture of him nope. <laughs> It's weird. He's a weirdo. He's a straight up weirdo. <laughs> we interviewed him, but we don't even know what he looks like. We don't like. know what he looks like. He, he, he looks like a black make, bag on his exactly. head. He makes movies for a living, but nobody has pictures. That's of him. the thing. He may just send people uh, in his stead. Like I think that was Terrence Malick. I don't know. He just answered our questions, then he left. <laughs> <laughs> then he got an Uber and he left. Um, so Hobbs and Shaw, right? That's it. It is what it is. No, exactly. It's a dumb summer action movie. Dumb summer action movie. It, it gave me what I wanted. It didn't blow my mind. No. But it also really didn't. It's very, it's very much a palate cleanser. It was. It was it's just dumb. Uh, yes. <laughs> a saltine you cracker. You need that sometimes. Yeah. That's Absolutely. Like, yeah. I, I crave it. Are you kidding me? Well, I'll tell you now how much I crave it. What you're watching. I'll tell you what I'm watching. I rewatch this week. What did I watch this week? What'd you watch? Um, you don't even remember. Sharky's Machine. That's why I, I referenced Burt Reynolds. Okay. Uh, Sharky's Machine is this ridiculous. I was wondering, by the way. Yeah, exactly. It's a ridiculous Burt Reynolds. He actually directed this one. Ridiculous movie from like 70, I don't know, 70 something. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Where he's a vice cop. He gets busted down from homicide to vice. Mm-hmm. And uh, he's they're staking out a prostitute who's mm-hmm. like uh, seeing one of her clients as a governor or a governor to be. And there's uh, an Italian pimp and his brother. And there's way too much going on in this movie mm-hmm. yeah uh, actors that you recognize like oh it's that guy or it's that dude right that type of lots thing lots of those guys lots of those guys oh, yeah. yeah Um, like uh, Charles Durning's in it he's the guy who's in uh, Dog Day Afternoon with a uh, with uh, Al Pacino, Attica, Attica, that one. He's the <laughs> he's the cop trying to do the other uh, negotiation. Anyway, <laughs> just, when you when you said that earlier, when you're like, yeah, there's a shot of him dead in the park, end of the movie, you know. And it was funny because you didn't say the name of the movie, you know. And I was like, drive by spoiler. <laughs> I was like, what what was? Now I gotta well, know what movie that okay, was. Well, okay, forty year old spoiler here. Yeah, you go for the forty five year old spoiler for this movie. It's so funny. So uh, Henry Silva, if you saw this guy's picture, you'd be like, oh, I recognize this guy. Uh, very evil looking face he always plays bad guys and this one he plays the guy who <laughs> he screams like ah before he kills you very strange um, <laughs> he does all this coke and he shoots at you as a word and um, so at the end he's like about to shoot himself he won't give Sharky the the pleasure of killing him they're in the top of a mm. building like in, inside of a building in a high rise he won't give Sharky the pleasure of shooting him 
so he goes to shoot himself. Sharky's like, no! And he shoots him in the arm, but the gunshot sends him backwards through the window. He goes flying out the window. Ah! I like that. It's amazing. And then, um, apparently at the time, this was a record for a stunt. The guy jumped out of like an 80s, like for real, jumped mm-hmm. out of an 80-story window for him to get the stunt. And uh, so he set a record at the time for like highest free fall. And um, he, he's like, ah, he's flying out. Uh, he survived. And then there's a weird cut where, uh, well, you know, he lands on a mattress. There's a weird cut. Yeah. Oh, that'll do it. Yeah, that'll do it. <laughs> <laughs> it's a really big airbag I've they seen, have at the bottom. Yeah, I've seen making those. Like, yeah, yeah, like, they don't show the body hitting the ground. No, yeah. no, of course. I mean, yeah, it's like, I'm sure one of those inflatable things when somebody's like uh, yes, at the top of a building threatening suicide and stuff like that. Yeah. But still, though, like when you're going from that much, like I would imagine you'd go straight, straight through something like that. It's got to be big enough. Yeah, it's a, it's a you know. Um, but it's funny where they have this guy do this stuff. He jumps out and then halfway through the jump, it does this weird flash cut where then it's clearly changes to a dummy and then it's yeah. a dummy plan and his limbs start like bending all weird it starts to go near yeah it's very, it's very strange and then, and then they don't even show the body hitting the ground so I don't know why they bothered switching to the dummy mm-hmm. yeah and then it cuts to Burt Reynolds in a park with the prostitute and her child uh, I think it's so I think it's child there's children there they're playing in the park <laughs> the camera's panning backwards and then it's just credits yes like the dude dies Movie's within ten over. seconds credits. I'm like, this is like a Seagal movie. This is amazing. It just ends perfectly. Right. I don't give a shit about them. Mm-hmm. What happens to them afterwards? The bad guy's dead. Everything's gonna be fine. It's yeah. Fine. Uh, so I watched Sharky's Machine. I love the him. idea of a dummy falling. Like it's hysterical. The way like the whole body just kind of drifts. Yep. You know, yes. <laughs> like there's still weight to it, but then like the weight's not accurate or it, whatever. All the, yeah. Yeah. My, yeah. my favorite is when all the weights in the head. And it's literally just. Faceplant. Yeah. It's like, oh, we waited this room. If I saw that on the way down, I'd be like, that dude does not give a fuck. <laughs> why'd, you, why'd you make his head a, a bowling ball? That was a bad idea, man. <laughs> I, also, I also watched uh, Nighthawks, a Sylvester Stallone, Billy D. Williams, Rutger Hauer movie, because mm. Rutger Hauer passed recently. Yeah. And uh, this is what I've been wanting to rewatch. Anyway, uh, Kyle Eagle, when he's on, he likes to talk about Rutger Hauer and this movie, um, The Legend of the Holy Drinker, is uh, one of his favorite movies. And he also talks about Nighthawks a lot. Keeps putting them on mine. I'm like, all right, fine, Kyle, I'll watch it. I'll watch it. So I watch Nighthawks. And uh, it's a weird one where it's like uh, Stallone plays a cop. Again, cops are all cops. He plays a cop. Billy Williams plays a cop. And they're trying to stop like muggings and stuff. But then they get pulled into an anti-terrorist organization. And Rutger Hauer is a terrorist. And it's his first uh, like English language American uh, movie. And he's great. He's great in it. He's amazing. Rutger Hauer. And then, you know, Stallone's fine or whatever. Billy D. Williams doesn't get to do enough. It's got a really cool soundtrack that I enjoy, actually. He's got some mm-hmm. Keith Emerson and... Uh, uh, from Emerson, Lake, and Palmer, and um, some Rolling Stones on there. Nice. Really cool. I saw. I recently uh, realized that um, Sylvester Stallone is short. Hey, yeah. hey, hey! I didn't talk- know that until like what are you talking about? Maybe like six months ago <laughs> or something. Five, so five, larger eight. than life. Yeah, you know the average. Yeah, the average male is five eight. You know, well, I mean, so, yeah. <laughs> so you're just average. So I'm average. Hey, hey, hey! I thought the average was six feet. I feel better. I thought the average was six feet. Yeah. No way, man. It's, no. like, it's like five eight. No. Oh, sweet. I'm, I'm above average by, like, I don't know, three quarters. All right. <laughs> All right, there you go. Uh, but it works better in film when you're shorter. Like look at Tom Cruise. He looks he looks great in movies. Mm-hmm. You know? That's because people are standing in holes. Well, now they had to, yeah. For real? <laughs> or, real or he's on a box. Or he's on a box. Aww. That's how you know Nicole Kidman's a great actress. Yeah. <laughs> he, she had to pretend like she loved this dude. Standing oh in a hole. While she was standing in a hole. <laughs> yeah. well, or, or they reshoot on a hill when he's like higher up on a hill. Yeah. So, that, so they, they had to do that for um, And Tom Cruise is really Top short Gun, too. I, I, I really yeah, wish we like were five, joking about seven, this, Chris. Apple, Apple boxes like crazy. Five, six, five, seven? Yeah. 
Mm-hmm. And that and that he didn't have that complex right away. He didn't give a shit about his height. Yeah. For his first few movies, and he was fine with being in movies with people taller than him and actresses that were taller mm-hmm. than him. He didn't give a fuck. But then studios were like, "Oh, this looks bad. We can't have him being shorter." Had him reshoot stuff. Had movies reshot with him to be taller, and that gave him a bit of a, a complex yeah. there. How I was gonna say, so he just cuts over the past. That's gotta now. be awful. Like, so, yeah. cuts, so now he does like, movies. Everyone, if you watch his co-stars, now he does movies like Jeremy Renner, right? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Who he's gotta be like five foot four. <laughs> uh, he's I know. Looking, right? He's looking eye to eye with ScarJo in those Marvel movies. So yeah. he's he's a tiny man. Uh, uh, I don't Rebecca know how I don't know how tall she is though. Scarlett Johansson, she's like four foot ten. She's mm-hmm. a tiny itty bitty little thing. Is she? Yes. Yeah. Camera adds of uh, forty inches. Didn't you know that? Four <laughs> inches, five inches, ten pounds, four inches. That's how cameras work. I knew it was ten pounds. A minimum. Yeah. It depends on the lens you use. Actually, the, the lens makes a big. But difference. I mean, like that. Just the idea that somebody is talking about, like, no, nope, this is unacceptable, and they're referring to a physical attribute of yours. Yeah. You know what I mean? It's like, oh, you know what? We just, um, you know, we we were looking back uh, at the dailies, and we saw that you're kind of you're kind of ugly. So we're <laughs> just <laughs> gonna. <laughs> So we have to work around this now. Well, you're fired. So we're putting all these dots on your face because we're just going to put a different face on you. Yo, <laughs> speaking of dots on your face, um, it chapter two coming out. Oh boy! They have the kids coming back to play for flashback scenes of them the, the youth stuff, right? So they had this all the same kids coming back, but it's been a couple years. They've aged. They've oh, aged. No. Puberty's a bitch. They de-aged them digitally. <laughs> they went in and CGI'd all of them. They gave the kids a de-aging process to make them look more like two years ago. That's hilarious. Oh, my god! Is that amazing? Puberty's a bitch. Can they cut their hair or something no. like they used no. to? No, can't cut their hair. No. Can't just rely on them to just give uh, spiritually similar performances to, to what say, they did. We don't two care years that ago. much. We don't. As a society, we really don't care that no. much. No. Especially but, but two years. Fat, like, when the fat kid grows up and gets skinny. I mean, oh, yeah. during that's, that's, develop- that's always a problem. That's a problem. <laughs> it does at least make more of a difference with kids, just because like developmentally, like two years, right. can, a lot can happen. Yeah. I mean, at least if they were like, wait, you know, our actor, like he was forty nine last time we shot a movie. Now he's fifty one. I think we need to. We need to de-age him. We need to de-age him. He de-aged him, de- himself with the, the yeah. toupee and the botulism. Um, also I'm putting this out there on spot uh, they put out all over the internet's big announcement tool finally put all their shit on the streaming services mm-hmm. it's all available oh. digitally I'm a lifelong tool fan I didn't know they didn't do I didn't know they did was not yeah. available on was nothing not, I think I did know you that. couldn't yeah, yeah. not available on nothing I had to put all I had to take all my CDs and I had to rip them mm-hmm. and then upload them to like a Google Drive and then download them oh, such a pain maybe people you, aren't yes. listening to them anymore that's a problem and they, they have an album coming out yeah Oh, they, uh, need to be relevant. they have an album coming out first one in 13 years Drew is right they need wow. to be relevant again yeah well do, do you remember because um, this was the biggest deal I'd ever seen made out of something which was um, uh, the Beatles when the Beatles yeah. finally let Apple um, have, their, put the ha- music have their catalog yeah. online mm-hmm. um, that, was a, that was a big deal four or five years ago Yeah. oh yeah absolutely well and the biggest reason why though is because those two companies have been feuding for I don't even know how long because it's it's um, to make that to make that deal work. No, no, it's it's because Apple um, computers, mm-hmm. which don't say computers anymore, it's just Apple. It's just Apple, and then um, Apple Records. Yes, mm-hmm. um, they've been fighting over the name yes. for years, okay. and then the finally what stopped it was um, fine. You know what? Nope, it wasn't even money. It was like, look, we're a record company. Um, as long as you stay out of our business and you have your own business going on and we don't affect each other oh. then they got the iTunes store so stay, stay, and it oh, reignited yeah. everything because now 
Apple is in the recording bit. Bi- well, not recording business, but the music business. Yeah. So, so um, I never thought the Beatles would ever be on the Apple Store. So when that came out, like it was a shock because first of all, holy crap, why not in the first place? Why yeah. aren't they there? But the second shock was these people actually, these two actually companies actually out. finally went, okay, let's work this out. I never thought that would happen. So it was huge. That's like when Sony and Marvel worked out with the Spider Man rights and like, all right, you can have Spider Man back for your movies. We were like, what? Exactly. These corporations work together to do something that's mutually beneficial. That makes no sense. (laughs) That makes no sense whatsoever. And of course, if I had uh, uh, Beatles royalties, like as soon as that had happened, if I had that, I mean, oh, just immediately, immediately masturbating. Well, Tool, they were they were more like uh, we. uh, You have to we uh, artistic uh, integrity. Like shut shut up. You 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 don't know when you're buying your fucking wino. Um, so it's online now. And I, I listened to the whole catalog from start to finish. Uh, their last album came out in 2006, 10,000 Days. My least oh, favorite man. of all the albums. Were you listening to it now, Drew? Still your least favorite? Still my least favorite. Uh-huh. Album. <laughs> Which album? Uh, the last one, 10,000 Days. That came out in 2006. It's got like four good songs on there. Uh, um, this, even those songs are like lateral, so light. It's weird. Did the lead singer start making wine? Yes, yes. he has okay. a vineyard, Arizona vineyard. Uh and he thinks that he's been saying for years that Arizona vineyards are the future. Uh, I have no idea why that's funny, but it just it, it, it it's harder. Funny. It is harder to grow grapes there in the desert, but he does it, and he's been doing it for a while. And uh, I hate all the side products, perfect circle, and plus it all sucks. I hate all that shit. Uh, he's an asshole. He's got like Me Too stuff, and in his all his interviews, he comes across as such a dickhead. I can't wait for this tool album to come out. <laughs> it's so good, and the accompanying tour, and the accompanying tour. Well, man, good luck trying to get tickets on all those fucking. If you don't have the tickets already, it's, yeah. you don't have them. Yeah. yeah. No, that tour that was a, that was not in support for this album. They have not a, announced a, a tour for the new album because they, 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 they already. There will be. You know they will. They, they already. They uh, tickets already went on sale, and, and that was like last year, wasn't it? That was a while ago. That was a while ago. That last time tour came again. around. Yeah, of course it will. They're going to be in Jacksonville. This month, next month, for uh, a festival where they're like the second night of a festival. So you have to sit through like two a days where the bad bands like Puddle Mud and shit. Uh, and then they're playing at the end of the day. Uh, it's going to be hot and muddy. Yeah. And, and they're only going to play for like an hour. And, you know, that goddamn. Does that sound appealing? No. no. I think we're too old at this point. Thank it's you. Like, I don't want to deal with Far too old. any of it. I, I want to get a seat in the yes. upper deck. Give me a seat. Right? So mm-hmm. through my what a vape pen and yeah. uh, by the end of the concert the pen gone. Nobody touch me. Like, yep. you get, get over there, you kids. <laughs> Sit down there, kids. I did see Tool the last time I only I've seen him twice. One time it was like on the rail. It's the only time mm-hmm. I ever been to a concert where I was on the rail. And uh, man, it was violent. <laughs> um, Drew, all right, tell me about Legion. Mm. Guys, excuse us. He's gonna tell me about Legion. Tell me about Legion. Uh, <laughs> so uh, the time goes back. <laughs> I know they tease at the end of the last one. The so time the, demons are back. So because they're fucking with time again. Allison, we have so a few back. minutes. <laughs> yeah, you guys have some minutes. What? Uh, and the, <laughs> actually, the, the majority of the episode is because you remember uh, Sid got her mind wiped. Yes. So it, the majority of the episode is her growing up all over again oh in the astral plane with Jermaine Clement as her father. Oh, my God. It's so that's weird. That's the whole episode? And there's the only two more after that. And, that's uh, the whole episode of this one? And Jason Manzukas plays the big bad wolf. Yes. Ooh, yes. Yes. There's, there's, there's lots of like fairy tale drops in there, but it's all in the astral plate. It, dude, it's so fucking The show's so wild. It's so strange. I can't wait. All right, I'm going to watch it today. Yeah, it's really Legion good. Legion is so good, guys. It's really good. All right. Watch anything and, else? And then at the end, it's all, yeah, I watched uh, The End of Swamp. 
uh, the rest of Swamp Thing. You finish up Swamp Thing? So I finished Swamp Thing. Okay, so that means you got to get on uh, either Titans Next or uh, Doom Patrol. Mm-hmm. Those are the three shows you got to watch. I got it. I got it. The, sec- really the second half honest. of the series kind of... Oh, Noah Stove did it really? Well, did, I mean... Started strong and then it kind of weakened out? For reasons, I mean, you think it, You think it's production reasons? I, I, because I, I got, really do. Because things got cut down and yeah. they had to like, uh, well, that cut lead, things out? That and the lead actress isn't that great. Ooh, that's a problem. No. That's a problem when you're an actress. Isn't good. Now, is it her fault or is it bad writing, bad directing? I'm sure it's all the things. Everything came together? Yeah. Interesting. All right, we'll talk more about that for our Patreon. Um, anything else? No, obviously. All right, Steve, what you watching, buddy? Um, Listening to reading anything else? Uh, you're reading, yeah. Uh, we, got, uh, we got The Good Place. We got uh, The Spy Who Dumped Me. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> is, he reading the, is he reading the novelization of those movies? He is, yeah. Oh, yeah. Yeah, I love novelizations. Um. God, I occasionally watch The Bachelorette with uh, oh, with Leslie, and it makes me want to poke my eyeballs yeah. out. Mm-hmm. I'm um, sure. <laughs> I'm, you, you know, a tiny part of your soul dies every time you watch that. Yeah. Um, and my, but my, a part of hers grows. Yes. My, my biggest my biggest thing, though, is that when it comes with, whether it's The Bachelorette or the males, you know, like all the guys or whatever, they, whenever they do their little thing in front of them, it always starts with, like, well, my heart you know, and it's just like, uh, shut uh, up. It's like, I just, in my, in my heart, I just, I just, all the, all I just those, feel in my heart. And you're like, dude. No. No. All, all the people on those shows are feeling with their wallets. Mm-hmm. Yeah. That's true, too. Yeah. Wallets, they, yeah. Wallets feel a lot. Mm-hmm. You know, they're not there to make friends. No. We know that. Oh, God. Not here to make friends. <laughs> just a lover. Just a lifelong lover. Yeah. I, I, so somebody team. actually said that once of during course. an episode. He's like, I'm just, I'm not here to make friends. And I was like, are we done? <laughs> there is now a Bachelor, Bachelorette podcast. I haven't listened to it because I hate those shows, but um, it's called Here to Make Friends. I thought that was really cute. I, you know what? That's I like funny. that. <laughs> Clearly, whoever wrote that does not write on the show. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> they Because they know, or maybe they do, they just know. This, this is how it goes. This is what people yeah. want. Uh, all right, so you're watching The Bachelorette. Okay. My heart. Good, good stuff. <laughs> uh, is that it? Yeah, that's pretty much it. All right, Alice, so what you got for us? Oh, boy. Okay, so I watched a movie recently that I'm fairly confident... No one here has seen. Oh my god, here we go. You'd be surprised. Okay, it's called Ace Ventura Jr. Oh, I was oh, gonna say Ace wow. Ventura. You no. had me. Ace, oh, of course. <laughs> For the first two Ace Venturas. Ace Ventura Jr. Ace Ventura Jr. That's Jr. A, yeah, that's a, uh, came out in the nineties. No, it's it um two thousand and nine. Wow. Okay. Uh, it is, and I know you guys have talked about Orlando films. Yes. It's filmed in Gatorland, uh, Winter oh, Garden, okay. Um, Universal Backlot, Universal Theme Park. Yeah. It is horrible. I'm sure. <laughs> um, I think it's in. I and the only reason I watch it is because a great friend of mine loves. And we'll watch anything that's been filmed in Orlando. So I will too, actually. Yeah. Knowing that it's filmed in Orlando, I'll check exactly. it out because that, yeah, because it's always fun up. to be like, oh, there's that yeah. place. You're on East Colonial. I, that's why I saw Larry the Cable Guy Health yes, Inspector. Yes, oh. she yeah. let me borrow that one too. I haven't watched it yet. It's but. fun. The uh, the health department is in the courthouse. Apparently, I had no yeah. idea. <laughs> and yeah. the first scene is at Juniors in um, Audubon Park, the little diner there. For what? This or for? for no, sorry, the. Um, for the Larry the Cable Guy. That's the only thing I know about the movie. I haven't watched it yet. There's also, yeah, uh, there's a couple of restaurants. You're like, oh, man, I recognize that building and stuff yes. like that. Uh, well, that one failed the health inspection. We're not going there. I'll watch, I'll watch Ace Ventura <laughs> Jr. just Yeah, it, it kind of, I mean, sadly, Jim Carrey is not in it. Of course Spoiler. Not. But they allude to him dying at some point. 
point in time and he has a son nobody told him or nobody told this little boy mm. who who he came from what his family is mm. and he keeps rescuing these animals he's like it's like i'm some kind of pet finder or animal finder and he couldn't really you know couldn't verbalize say, he, what he couldn't was. actually say pet right detective. until why do yeah. i have this haircut it's, it's an origin story. oh yeah the hair <laughs> oh my gosh yeah it, it's it was... the haircut is genetic apparently <laughs> yeah it just grows that way. Oh. Would, it was, yeah. I did. I did have a question because uh, I know if uh, you definitely would have heard this before I did, or or remember this or anything. But whenever you know something is made here, and they're like, oh, and it was filmed, like, like well, you know, like Allison was saying, like, oh, on the back lot of Universal, and some of this was filmed here, and some of it. I have never heard uh, in a movie, you know, like that they that anything has been shot on the full sail studio lot. Which, oh. if you've ever seen their lot is beautiful oh, like interesting I, I, and i've never seen you know where they're maybe, like oh some of this shit sh- was f- you know maybe there's a list of like indie films that no one's really heard of or seen yeah uh, maybe it's cheap enough to when? use that lot that like in the it's more of like an indie place you know yeah when that was when the full sale lot was built because all i mean a lot of the movies filmed here that i am aware of were are kind of older now and before that yeah, yeah. uh Ernest that's true christmas too. miami connection or both oh, miami movies. connection i know you guys uh, talked about this movie mm-hmm. uh on the podcast before but um the park that it's filmed in, have you been to dixon azalea park the one where the, where the fight scene is toward the end no I've it's like been. a sunken yes. it has a river it has fern creek running through it yeah they keep going that's the yeah. that's the road they take to go from orlando to miami right <laughs> yeah, yeah it's yeah. a great park i i recommend going i have not been there and no. I, I was hoping i could say this on the podcast my father <laughs> oh my god that what he, he there's so much reading mail and like crying oh while reading mail it's, it's like so right in front weird. of the camera it's like, that dude that guy really gives it all jimmy oh, what's his name yeah he gives it his all um, that, and that. now that i think about it you know what i bet it is if, if it turns out that there were no you know big movies or even semi-big movies you know like mm-hmm. on uh that lot it might be that you can't film on that lot unless their students work on it. Possibly. And you nobody from like Paramount is going to be like, "Oh, we need students doing art." Yeah, sure, that's fine. Well, no, I don't think that would they happen. Have interns. Yeah, they understand the concept of free labor. <laughs> yeah. Free labor, you know. So. That's true, but I mean like if you're running something really complicated or something that like no yeah, no student would Well, you then know. you're right up the road over here to Universal, so you should have there back lot. Yep. And there you go. All right, what else are you watching? Um another movie so we watched this last night it is called Hector and the Search for Happiness this is uh, Simon Pegg yes so piggybacking on Christine your discussion with Christine last week more Simon Pegg I'm totally on board he's adorable yeah Um, I enjoy him this was 2014 um, it's available on Netflix. Okay. Um, because I mean, I don't really don't go to the movie. I, I'm a new mom. I don't go to, out to no the time. movies that much. Yeah. The last movie I saw in the theater was the Mr. Rogers. Won't you be my neighbor? Oh well, that, now they got the new one coming out yeah. with Tom, uh, Tom Hanks. Oh. I can't wait. Oh to, yeah. I can't wait Tom to see Hanks. Tom Hanks do it's it. Mr. Rogers. It's got, it's got to be right here. It's got yes. your heart. I saw it's got, it's got uh, right, right in my heart. My, my heart. heart. Yeah. My heart. <laughs> my heart's fluttering. I feel it good. <laughs> um. But uh, uh, Hector and a Search for Happiness. Yes, yes. Yes. So that is, it's it's cute. It's kind of in the same vein as uh, like Walter Mitty, the okay. Secret Life of Walter Mitty. Mm-hmm. And I realize there's this whole class of movies that are about like simplicity and kind of like throwing you know material things away. And I saw this Reddit article about it's kind of a, I don't know if it's a coincidence or not, but they're. Office Space, American Beauty, and Fight Club were all 1999. Office movie. Space, American Beauty, and White yes, they club. were. Okay. So yeah. it's, disaffected, uh, white yeah. male, white, uh, uh, 
Uh, yeah. That, oh, wow. Interesting. Yeah. <laughs> wow, interesting. I mean, there was a whole like Reddit thread. And, got me good. And this was one of the um, recommended movies was the Hector movie. Same mm-hmm. as uh, Walter Mitty. Okay. Um, Pleasantville came up. Amelie. Yeah. Um, mm. But So it's on that vein of, okay. Yeah. Can you, can like, you imagine simpler, everything? Living simpler. Can yeah. you imagine like everything being black and white and you're in an old 50s car and you orgasm and all of a sudden everything's in color? <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. I haven't called, seen that. That's called having a stroke. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> I can only hope sure the way feels like that. Yeah, one way or the other. I, well, I was colorblind and now I see <laughs> yeah. either or. Which is great, by the way. The other thing I'm watching is those those sunglasses, you know. The, oh, oh, God, I love it. Those oh, different and, videos uh, yeah. where people put it on because they're... Um, have you seen this, Allison? Like, mm. they're colorblind. Like, extremely colorblind. Okay, like, they yeah. do not see color right. and they're not being douchey and, like, unity about it. Yeah. Um, you know, and um, so they'll be given these, these special glasses that... Uh, I don't know how it works, but basically, when you put them on, you see color. And mm. I mean, like... You know, these are like a lot of times they have a few kids too, but I mean, mm. adults will like oh, put yeah. them on and look around and they'll start crying because yeah. they've never <laughs> seen that before. Yeah. I love those videos. Oh, yeah. you seen like cochlear implants with infants Where people, and they can they, hear their they mom's hear for the voice time. for the first time? Oh my God. Oh, get me started. Oh, my heart. <laughs> oh, my heart. <laughs> <laughs> oh, yeah. Those all good stuff. We but, need, we need yeah. more feel good stuff. Um, yeah, I mean, just I've been kind of into that. Um, mm. Another thing I've watched. Yes. Well, this is the fourth time I've watched this documentary. It's called Minimalism. A doc. Um, it's min- uh, let me see what the actual name. Minimalism: A documentary about the important things. Okay. And it's just kind of exactly in the same class as everything else um and just like all this stuff and this pursuit of happiness is mm. just making everyone miserable sure. so um i i oh and any movie like this and the hector one and the walter mini any road trip movie i'm totally on board for okay. any road trip you're tra- mo- oh my gosh did you see that uh that uh robert downey jr zach galifianakis one what is it called? due date no, that's, I remember that, that's hearing. That's a road trip you yeah, I, I would watch it. It's full of Zachary Galifianakis. You know, <laughs> you know what's really funny? I, I actually, I love road trip films. They're great. Except road trip. I never saw <laughs> yeah, because, yeah, well, you know, it was one of those movies where I was like, road trip? Oh, my God, yes. Yeah. Tom Green is in it? Oh, my God. Fuck no. Uh, oh. I thought you were going to say you're very anti-DJ uh, Qualls or something. <laughs> no, he's funny. <laughs> He's he's hilarious. I I can't stand Tom. Green. Tom Green. He's been doing like podcast interviews lately, and uh, I find him delightful to listen to. Like a great, really a great interview. You for, should meet him. It's not delightful. I, I'm not trying to meet him. I'm, I'm just listening to interviews where he's a, a fun listen. Yeah. Him. Have you met him? Yeah. Oh, he sucks. When? Huh? When'd you meet him? I mean, years ago, but like like during the height of his. Uh, See, uh, you got to get him on the downfall. When no, no, no. It was, it, was, it, was, it was when nobody... Like, get... Stallone's a good guy now. You wouldn't yeah. want to meet him in, like, 87. Ooh, yeah. No, no, no. It was... He was already... Um, <laughs> I was about to... <laughs> he already wasn't shit anymore. But, like... Uh, but, I mean, still... I mean, he hasn't been relevant since about Road Trip, like, around that time. Yeah, and he even had the Tom Green show he... for a while, Tom Green Live, but it wasn't nearly as popular as, like, after the Freddy Got Fingered. Yeah. yeah. It was I... pre-Freddy Got yeah. Fingered and this post-Freddy yeah. Got Fingered. Yeah, and I... I it, years later, I ran into him, so... Oh, okay. it, yeah, he sucks. Maybe you're just having a bad day. I don't think so. <laughs> Maybe you were having a bad day. I saw him doing an interview, and I I was there yeah. for the entire interview. And it you were sick of it. You were sick of interviews. He was no, no, no. He was like excited about the interview. Mostly, I mean, what else is he doing? <laughs> and um, and and I mean, like he just is so smarmy. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He's so like, oh, like holier than thou. 
you know what I mean? To the mm-hmm. point where like mm-hmm. he's saying positive things mm-hmm. and I still want to kick his teeth in <laughs> because you know how some people can do that. They can say positive things, but they kind of link it back to themselves. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And mm-hmm. you're just like, shut, just shut up. Interesting. Yeah. He's, he's a horrible, horrible person. <laughs> I, I, don't doubt, I don't doubt that at all. Uh, and else um, and just on this minimalism, you watched that Marie Kondo? What was that show? Yes. What was that Netflix show? Yes, um, t- tidying up. Tidying or up was it, that what it was called, or was that her book? The uh, the book was called the art of simple art. The of art, tidying. the simple something, art of throwing like your that. shit away. Right. Yeah. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I'm all into that. And then everyone stuff. threw all their shit away, and then Goodwill was like, "We don't want your yes. stuff." Yes. Well, they got inundated. You saw that, Drew? It was great. Absolutely. Well, yeah. I mean, clothing prices are so cheap now, Everything and. Cheap. I mean, that's the thing. One point the documentary makes is like that we're not truly materialistic. You say like everyone's so materialistic, mm. but we don't actually value the materials that we have. Like we get the no. cheap, you know, cheap shirt. Everything's so cheap yeah, now. Yeah, that's very true. You're yeah. not really like having things. Yeah, the shirt costs like eight or, bucks. It's got a hole yeah. in the back of it now. I only wore it. You know, come on. So. Come on, Haynes. Come on, Haynes. <laughs> What's wrong with you? But it's, I mean, the documentary itself is an hour and 15 minutes. Oh, so it's, even itself is minimalist. Yes. You know, it, imagine it, if it was like a three hour documentary. Like, come on, guys. That, that'd be hilarious. <laughs> Long it makes stretches you, of music. It makes you feel like, oh my gosh, I've been duped forever. Like, you oh, know, yeah. the whole, I mean, in a good way. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm, um, mm-hmm. Just that you are sold this ideal of pursuing the American dream yeah. that's not really there. Yeah, we've been sold a bill of goods. Yeah. Are you kidding me? Bigger, I, better things. I'm, in, and, I'm, yeah. I'm on, I'm on. You're preaching to the choir. I'm, <laughs> um, I'm reading a book, a good summer read. Yeah. It's called Spoonbenders. Spoonbenders. I'll write this down. It's by Daryl Gregory. Uh, maybe I typoed. I'm guessing it's Gregory. I put Gregory, but Gre- Daryl Gregory. Yes, Daryl G. What kind of uh, what, kind, what kind of book are we talking about? Um, this this is I, I don't know if this is even a genre, but is it a how-to mentalism type thing? It is a. I would That's say what it sounds like to me. Yeah, magic, it's like magical realism. It okay. it's like a real story about a family. They all may or may not have psychic abilities. Mm-hmm. Um, mm-hmm. they were embarrassed on like a. You know how, um, like, a game show or a talk show in the 70s mm-hmm. and somebody comes on and debunks them? Yeah, like, a, what's his name? Randy, the skeptic yeah. guy or whatever. Right, the yeah. skeptics. Yeah, so yeah. this whole this happened to this family while they were um, on TV. Okay. And so it's kind of about the generations that um, come after that and kind of flashing back. It is so good. It sounds fun. It's a great summer read. That sounds it's really good. quick and easy. And I also, well, I won't get into... I'm. Uh, I'm like three eighths into Anna Karenina. Are you really? Yes. Three um, eighths. Yes. Very specific. <laughs> you can go ahead and say halfway. There are eight, I would, I would there have are eight if you books. Said halfway. There are eight books. I'm on book three. Oh, okay. That's and I did um, check out the movie from the library, so I've already seen it. The um, um, uh, Kira Knightley one. Yes. Yes. Um, very good. Very okay. done. Very well, like theatrically. It's sure. it was um, directed, I think, by Tom Stoppard, who's a playwright, um, oh, who okay. wrote Rosen and Rosenstan and Guildenstern are dead. Rosen, Rosen, Rosencrantz Krantz and Guildenstern, Guildenstern are, are dead. dead. Yes. Thank you. Yes. Um, yep. Which is which Tim, seen, Tim Roth but... and Gary Oldman, mm-hmm. I think. Um, and it's a side characters in uh, Hamlet. Hamlet. Yes. Yeah, so it's, uh, it's Hamlet, but done by side characters. Yeah. Which I would like to see. Existential. Like, like, what if we saw Die Hard, but from like Argyle's perspective? You know, that'd be yeah. Yeah. weird. Where we just chilling in the limousine all day long. <laughs> if, 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 no, yeah, yeah, yeah. <laughs> like listen to the radio. I'm like, shit, I don't know what to do, man. It's drinking. He's like trying to make phone calls. It's like, man, I'm like, it's played by Kevin Hart. We can do this. <laughs> but I, I think, well, the point of Anna Karenida um, was that Tolstoy originally, like, um, created the book where it kind of goes back and forth between people, different people's perspectives. Okay. And that 
technique is used so heavily now in literature. Sure, yeah, yeah. That that's like where it originated. The, the Rashomon thing, where same story from right. different people, yes. so the story changes. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Exactly, yeah, and um, so Spoonbenders is kind of written like that too, I, but it's really an awesome book. I think they're very cool. I'm always looking for books. I, I'll, that's my list for sure, Spoonbenders. Uh, all right, anything else? Is that it? No, that's it. Okay, well then let's take a break. Uh, Drew's probably going to smoke a cigarette, right? Mm-hmm. <laughs> Gross. I'm going to get a drink, uh, and then we're going to wait you back with the second half. But first, Drew, we have a return of one of your favorite characters. Right. Even if the Patreon troll's alive. Hey! He didn't die? He didn't, he yeah, didn't that, die. We, we, we did a welfare check and we went under the bridge, and, I, and he was just passed out for a few weeks at a... I was went really on hoping he hung himself from the bridge. So was I. I was I but no. Patreon troll's back, and he's got a message. So here we go. <laughs> You wanna stop my motherfuckers? I'm back. You didn't think I was going, did you? I ain't going. I'm back. I'm the Patreon troll. You have to picture my fingers in front of my face like a V when I do that. I'm the Patreon troll, and I'm gonna fuck you up with all new tidbit little Patreon tidbit little sticky bits of. Bonus episodes of Cinema Crespo which you can hear at patreon.com slash Crespo And for anywhere from one to five dollars a month, you can listen to all new episodes of Cinema Crespo in the bonus format. And this week, instead of showing you a preview of what happened last week, how about a hint of what's to come? Yes, what is coming out this week? Listen to this bit and see if you can figure out what movie they're talking about. Mm. And the dictator Esperanza, they're bringing him in uh, for extradition to America to stand trial for his uh, cocaine trafficking. Because we're going to fucking El Chapo's ass. We're going to El Chapo's ass. And it's uh, Franco Nero, the OG yeah. Django, which is uh, uh, really cool. Obviously, when I'm like a kid, watch this movie over and over. I don't, I know nothing about Django. Or no. He's just some dude who's like, uh, I believe him. He's a, he's a Spanish guy. He's not. No. He's not Spanish. No. He is no Spanish. Uh, he just tans very well like me. He tans great. No, he's a, no, he's swarthy. He's a talent. <laughs> he's a swarthy man for sure. Uh, the, then they do the news expo- exposition, right? So you have the guy who's reporting from the airport, and he's expl- he gets so much in the first five minutes. Well, and that like, and you in and in that thing, you don't know it yet, but you mm-hmm. see they talk about an American general, and that's when you see the first bad guy. Yes, but you don't know he's the bad guy yet. Colonel, uh, not Sanders. No. <laughs> Colonel, <laughs> Colonel Saunt. Sa- Sa- Can you? I forget. But it's IMDb it that shit. Yeah. Colonel Stewart. Colonel Stewart, uh, who is William Sattler. Yeah, who's fucking great. Who's seriously? I saw him and I was like, "Is that?" I'm like, "No, that's not the T1000. That's mm. that's the other guy." And then mm. I saw the T1000 and I was like, "They're both in this movie." They are, yeah, exactly, because they <laughs> but, both have that like but, uh, the, the chiseled white faces. The introduction to him is really fucking weird. Nude karate in his hotel room. Swe- Thank you. Sweaty as hell. Super ripped. He's ripped. <laughs> he's sweaty. He's old man. And completely naked. Nude as fuck. Uh, like, this is great for your seven-year-old eyeballs. Like, look at this. It's really, yeah, really Look at this white man's small butt. He's doing... Really weird. He's doing no uh, lower body exercises there. And he's a... Uh, 
And then at the same time, so while we're introducing him, the TV on in the background, it transitions like from a TV in the airport to as like McLean walks by to a TV in his hotel room and it's him working out. And there's a really funny moment where to shut the TV off, he did you see he picks up the remote and like he like like a gun. Wait, so we know he's a bad guy. He's, oh, this, he's a military guy. This guy has such evil intentions. Well, well that he's he's got the he's got the classic action bad guy look. Oh, his face, William yeah, Sauer's face, is perfect for a bad guy. It's to the point where when you cast him in a movie as a good guy, you're like, like what? Like oh man, it's nice to have this guy on my side for once. <laughs> like I get it now. Yeah, yeah man, he, he's uh, Sadler's great in this. Oh, wasn't that something special about you hear what this guy's got? Looking for you. Well, this episode is coming out this Friday on Patreon.com slash Basketball And for anywhere from one to five dollars a month, you can listen to this week's show and all of the older episodes. So what you gonna want to do that? Because we are gonna be cool together, bro. I'm the Patreon troll. I'm guarding the Patreon bridge, and I'm making sure you pay the monies to get the Patreon show. Yes, 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 yes. What's up, dude? How's that cigarette? It was delicious. Did you feel the cancer deep inside you, eating yes. you away, killing yes. you just uh-huh. like it did? Very, very close relatives very of your, of your members yes. of your family. Yes. So does someone need a cyber I ain't gonna stop. Yeah, nah, stop not, ain't no. stopping. Not stopping. No, no stop. This man got no quit in him. No, nope. he's, he's like a pit bull. <laughs> he's like an animal. I'm just gonna keep smoking until I die. Hopefully, it'll make, sad. make it come quicker. It hurts me. It hurts me as your friend. I'm sure it does. The rest of the show, the is, pain, the rest of the show is not an intervention to get you to stop smoking cigarettes. Mostly because uh, it smells near when he comes back in the studio. <laughs> <laughs> I keep the hospitals in business. Oh, that too, you know. Yeah. That, that actually helps as well. Um, so the Patreon troll says, hello, Drew. Hopes you're doing well. I hate that motherfucker with a passion. Uh, where can people find you online? Uh, and to here at 419, Facebook and Instagram. Damn straight. Follow at Drew Cogburn on Twitter. It's not me, but they do a damn good job. It's a good account. At Drew Cogburn. Uh, Steve. Yup. Where can people find you online? Uh, if you uh, Google Steve Etchy, you see all of my uh, social media stuff, uh, except for my personal email, which, which is, is? steve.etchy at gmail.com. And still no one's emailed you. Nope. Someone email this guy. <laughs> Gabe, email him. Come on, Gabe. I mean, Chase Bank emailed me the other day. No, that's, <laughs> that's not the email you want. No, no, it's not. Like, oh, shit, I forgot about this account. <laughs> um, Allison, where would, you, where would you like people to find you? What would you want to put out there for people? Well, it's I up to you. encourage you to follow Offcuts mm. on yeah. Instagram at Offcuts Podcast. And we have a new Facebook page. 
Yes, you do. So just look us up. Hell yeah. Off Cuts. Uh, new episodes every Friday. Yep. You had what's his name from Lineage in uh, last Ryan. week, right? Yep. And uh, what was this week? This week it. was uh, what what you eat when you're broke. That's and right. Uh, Elliot uh, apparently is eating out of dumpsters. This guy. Yes. Listen to Elliot's story about eating out of dumpsters. <sighs> yeah. Uh, while Drew, addicted to heroin. Dumps- oh, okay. Yeah. And Drew, also- ever been addicted to heroin <laughs> and eating out of dumpster? Either of those no. things. No. No. God, I would imagine if I were doing hair and I'd be too tired to do that. That's the thing. I thought with the drugs, you, get, you, you yeah, wouldn't want to eat. Yeah, yeah. You just, I'm going to sit next to this dumpster. Why don't you see if there's food in there? That's no, how much Elliot loves tired. food. Even <laughs> shorter on heroin. He's an like, energetic I gotta, person. I got to get me some eats. And there's a secret recipe, if you listen, oh. for how to spice up your grocery store ramen noodles. Oh, he's ramen crazy. Like a, like a Lucky's Market maybe sort of ramen. Oh, not even. That, that ramen bar. No, Don't like you? if you're broken, you have like the merch on or Mama's oh, Ramen. yes, yes, yes. You know, I would just crazy follow cheap. the instructions, but no, he tells you how to really make it interesting. So if you don't have a lot of money and you want to still eat, well, yeah, or yeah, yeah. eat things with good taste, then um, you oh. can learn how to do that. Very cool. There you go. So that's the latest episode of Off Cuts. People follow the Instagram account, join yes. the Facebook. Well, it's a Facebook page. I like the page. Yes. And uh, listen to the show. It's fun. You can, uh, how, to, how can people email the show? Can, can people email the show, contact you somehow? We're working on I, I guess via, <laughs> if you, you can send in questions via, because like uh, Christine Lopez, she sent in questions. But that's because you guys know where you're working together as a team. Oh, yes. Um, I guess you can like DM the show. DM us or mm. send us a message, I guess, on Facebook. Yeah, um, yeah. But we are working on, we have a domain and we are in the works um, with getting all the emails and things up. Excellent. So you can have like Elliot at Offcuts. Mm-hmm. It's a, the plan. That's a lot of work there for <laughs> for minimal return, but it's oh. fine. I w- applaud the effort. That's fantastic. Off cuts. People listen to it. What was the one I was on? Uh, favorite film, food. Yes. People listen to that episode. We had a great time. Christine sent in an email. We talked about it for like half the episode. Oh yeah. And uh, we talked about more stuff, food stuff. I got. I shoved the chocolate cake in my face. With the uh, <laughs> yes. with the maple chantilly cream, then I spent two weeks trying to figure out what was the difference between chantilly and whipped cream. <laughs> and apparently, it's just like a little bit of extra sugar. No, that's all. That's yeah. all it huh. It's like gonna make me feel stupid. Those uh, kind of questions we can answer. Get, you can yeah, ask us. That's that's, that's my favorite part of the podcast, by the way, is when I, I what is that? Like what does that mean? Like or what yes. kind of can you explain what that is? And it happens a lot. It does happen a lot. <laughs> it's very fun, very informative, very educational. I enjoy it so much. Uh off cuts people listen to it. Allison, another thing you do on off cuts is the Yelp review reviews. Yes. Elliot likes to do those. He finds uh wonderfully written and insightful Yelp reviews. Mm-hmm. And then he praises them for what they are, for how wonderful they are. So uh, we're going to do a similar thing, yes. but instead of restaurants, what we got here? So I looked up an IMDB, so I'll call this segment IMDB Review Review. There we go. So, Here's uh, their theme music. <laughs> IMDB Review Review. If this is my IMDB, I'm going to be pissed. <laughs> <laughs> It's not so. <laughs> yeah, it's a, from from user Steve. Not Ed. I don't know. <laughs> Could be. Well, let's see. So I wanted to look up a classic film. Yes. With a one star review. Yeah, like uh, then, like a Goodfellas, a Godfather type. One of these yes, things that's like I, universally lauded type of movie. I chose Jaws. Great pick. It's one of Perf- my favorite movie. movies of all time. Maybe one of the best movies ever. Hard to pick movie that's worse. Yes. Or better. I mean, I should say. Well, that's not the opinion I, of I this person. Uh oh, who's this idiot? So this is C three Hansen. Oh, I know that guy. So <laughs> a one star review for Jaws, so I'll read it and you guys just let me know what you think. Let's bring it down. All right. 
Dreyfus can't act his way out of a soggy paper sack. Oh. Spielberg started out cheesy and never lost his knack. Damn. One of the worst uses of celluloid and time mm. ever. Damn. Wow. <laughs> Uh, they said I can't submit this review without 10 lines of text. (laughs) (laughs) Well, there isn't 10 lines of text that is worthy of use on this flick. (laughs) Don't waste your time unless you want to see a farce with a fake rubber fish with foam skin. No plot. Totally predictable. Wow. The only saving grace is Roy Scheider. Oddly. Well, big Roy Scheider (laughs) fan, okay. He is totally wasted in this movie, but his five minutes on screen blunts the pain of the rest of the movie. Wait, his five minutes on screen? Yes. I think he's in the movie for a little more than five minutes. Yeah, I thought so too. He's the main character, sort of? Mm, Chief Probably. He's the main character? But Robert Shaw and Rich, I mean, Oh my God. Yeah, you even mentioned Robert Shaw. Like, I can't, man, that's that's crazy. (laughs) That's a, you can go to IMDb, Amazon as well. Yes. And find one, one star reviews of like your uh, favorite movie well like no. classics like the best <laughs> movies and tv shows anything that's great and you'll find people this made me like I'm, i was so puzzled by this because it's also like, a poem structure that was, <laughs> <laughs> that was odd it was yeah. just my reading <laughs> no plot totally predictable like you would have had to just seen the movie it's like it makes me think that this person doesn't understand what a plot is yeah. Like, yeah. like define what a plot is right like, well it's, you know, it's where you put the building on a piece of land to see your plot <laughs> <laughs> like I mean this movie was unprecedented and it's like totally predictable I it, mean it rubber sharks so fake it changed the way movies were made yes um do you, do you have a, a date? When when was it written? It, it, it doesn't is, help that oh, much, know. does it? Yeah, it is, it is it's it, interesting, too. It's also, by the way, the number one most common example, and for good reason, of why editing is important in a film. Absolutely, because yeah. Because what saved, literally saved mm. that film was the editor, who was a woman, by the way. Mm. Um, most of the best editors in Hollywood have been women. Absolutely. Shut up. Yeah, Sally, so- <laughs> Sally Menti, <laughs> Dama Shoemaker. Anyway, go ahead. I'm sorry. God, always <laughs> insulting to me. Um, they're, they're great. Um, well, it's one of the few uh, fields in movies where they've been allowed yeah. to thrive. Yeah, well, to work and thrive. Probably because, because it's behind the lens. That's why. Yeah. Well, because the big thing is people attribute this success to um, to Steven Spielberg, where they were like, "Oh, it was not a great shark, the animatronic shark." Mm-hmm. So he switched it around and made it so that you rarely saw it but were mm-hmm. kind of scared by it with but the that, music and all that, that kind of shit edit, yeah. he didn't do any of that that's shit that's true that all comes in the edit that came from that editor now he she did all of that no. she did a recut and showed it to him and went I think this is gonna work and then he can awesome. and then he can be like well change this alter this do that but yeah she's the one who showed him like this is how this is how you fix yeah, it if she like, was not the editor that would have been a piece of shit movie most likely that's the thing with movies so when you're a director you get all the credit but you also get all the blame yeah. too mm-hmm. um, but it is a team effort right well I just watched mentioned this last week this great Milius documentary and I think I even mentioned this last week where the USS Indianapolis speech mm-hmm. that, that uh, Robert Shaw gives oh yes they, they, they were like that. we need something on this boat we don't mm-hmm. know what to do they called John Milius over the phone he gives him 10 pages of a speech right. Robert Shaw cut it down to 5 pages so Spielberg had nothing to do with one of the best scenes in the movie yeah. mm-hmm. outside of calling the right people trusting the right people allowing others to do their thing which to be fair is what they're supposed to do absolutely so he could have been a dick with the editor and be like yeah. no you fucked up do this and do that and then she would have done it yeah. and then the movie would have been bad well because people so, don't yeah. realize I mean they kind of are responsible for it in a way just because you know the big thing for a director is to be able to find the right people to because you're responsible for everything yes. and you can't as the director go around and do everything is impossible it's impossible and so, also guild rules won't allow it yeah so the, the yeah. <laughs> union rules nope so the biggest uh, the, the biggest uh, asset you can have as far as your skill set is 
is finding people that will do the job. Absolutely. Find, finding the best so people. So he did what he was I'm supposed gonna to find, do. I'm going to find the best, the best people. people. Yeah. The best people, the smartest people, the brightest people. <laughs> They're going to make the best movies. I'm going to make Jaws 5. It's going to be better than the shark. Biggest shark. All right? Big, Big, bigger than the my, sh- my shark, it's going to work. Bigger so, than the mag. My shark's going to work. <laughs> Made a solid gold. Bigger than the mag. <laughs> Made a solid gold. Bigger than the bigger. Bigger than the mag. I just want a solid gold. Meg, uh, Meg, pussy shark. I'm I'm going to grab that shark by the pussy. (laughs) This shark's going to build a wall underneath water. (laughs) We keep all the sharks out. We're keeping the sharks out by building a wall. Only the brown sharks, Chris. Oh, but keeping out the brown sharks. Only the brown sharks. (laughs) Tiger sharks? (laughs) Bull sharks. Aren't bull sharks like light? God damn it, they're all white sharks. <laughs> all the sharks are white. It's a white white shark supremacy. Certainly there's yes, such a thing as a... M- but the greatest shark of them it's all. It's the great Chris. white shark supremacy. Uh, isn't, that's, that's the least popular born movie. Isn't there, isn't there a mud shark? I mean, oh, there we go. Yeah, we're going to keep the mud sharks. underrepresented sharks. We're going yeah. to keep out the mud sharks. Um, there you go. So IMDB review review of Jaws. <laughs> It's done. Thank you, Allison. Yeah. The newest segment. We appreciate. I love when guests bring us segments. Big Tim brings us a segment. Is yeah. uh, what's that? When uh, the, when we, when movies are twenty one years old, they can finally Ooh. drink. Then let's talk about it. It's like, it's a birthday. We've literally only done it once, but yeah, it was a good time. Um. All right. Thank you so much. People can email us cinemacrestproducer@gmail.com. Drew, you got that email? You got an email from Gabe. What's up, Gabe? Here's a, oh, Gabe sent me his uh his intro music. Here we go. <laughs> All right, here we go. What's up, Gabe? What up, show? Email time. Wah, wah, wah. I'll continue to fall behind on my hundo, <laughs> but I wanted to go see Once Upon a Time in Hollywood. Yes. But the reviews got me down. Aww. I'm not sure if it's worth a theatrical scene. Not our reviews. We raved so about I'm it. So I'm going to wait for something I'm excited to see. Come on, man. Go see it in the theater. It's great. It's a Tarantino movie. Anyways, I have a question for everyone. All right, here we go. If you could describe the last movie you saw yeah. as a single meal, ah. how would you describe ah, it? I like Ooh. this. This is fun. I would describe Midsummer okay. as a savory beef soup. Okay. Looks appetizing. The first spoonful of broth is satisfyingly savory, mm. but as a dip more and more into the soup, strange mm. meats appear. I give I give it a hesitant look, but I eat through it anyway. Mm-hmm. By the time I get to the bottom, I'm left with an eyeball and a weird pube. Oh. A very strange beef soup. That is a weird beef soup. Okay, yeah. interesting question. Last movie we saw as a meal. I feel like ours is easy. Yeah, I mean, ours Austin is, Shaw. Yeah, I was about to say, what is it, McDonald's or Burger King? Pick one. <laughs> McDonald's or Burger King? I was thinking it's like a protein shake. Yeah, it's no. like you got a blender, you throw in uh, raw eggs, a, a, a spoonful of Folgers, uh, some yogurt, some peanut butter, some kale. Uh, what else you throw in there? You throw in some chia seeds, some flax seeds. <laughs> We're throwing in some uh, Advil, shot of Jaeger. I mean, I blend was, it all up. I, I was going to say, just, you know, drink eat, it out of a skull mug, eat, eat a Big Mac, and Take a shot of steroids and you're good to go. A Big Mac and a shot of steroids. Yeah. What movie were you watching? Hobbs and Shaw. Supersize me. <laughs> Hobbs and Shaw. Hobbs and Shaw. Yeah, you make yeah. a protein shake. You pour it in a teacup. Yeah, Teacup's got little skulls on it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. No, the, the, the rocks is all jacked up on steroids. And other than that, it's just a very basic meal. Okay, okay, okay. Last. Give me something. Come on. Something. All right. All right. Fair, fair and loving Las Vegas. Oh, ooh, that's a weird meal. Yeah. What, what's that meal? <laughs> a briefcase of drugs. I was about to say. <laughs> <laughs> Pretty much. Yeah. That briefcase. That, that's the briefcase in the, in the movie. <laughs> okay. Allison, last movie. Okay. Saw. Uh, Hector. Hector. Right? And the search for happiness, I think, would start out with like, it would be multi, multiple courses. Mm. We'd start out with like a warm pureed soup. Whoa. Which what? is kind of, it's, it's kind of nice, uh, but it's kind of boring. Sorry. Like a potato soup? 
Yeah. Okay. It's yeah, kind of brown. Sounds and, good. Kind of ch- kind of chattery. You're right up Steve's alley. Something bland. And then yeah. they bring and easy you, on the texture. Then they bring you out this vibrant, beautiful meal with these roasted veggies and very I don't know, just something Ooh. very colorful. Sounds colorful and healthy. Yes. Colorful uh, and healthy. Light, lightly fried, lightly roasted meat. Yes, mm. exactly. Okay. All yeah. right. That sounds good to me. All right, there we go. I think, I think we nailed that one. I think we nailed that That's email. A great oh, question. oh, 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 oh. I think, no, I just yes? dis- I just discovered. No, I got a better answer than that. Hold on a second. No, I just got excited. For, a, sec- for a second, I thought he was having an orgasm. <laughs> <laughs> and I was no, like, no. Mine, comes, mine comes with a game. We had a stroke of gasm. Yeah. Okay. It, a charcuterie board. A charcuterie yes. board? A charcuterie board. Oh, oh, yeah. Oh, okay, so some gr- great, some great Gruyere white cheese. Uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And every time they do a drug in the movie, G- Goblin Ooh. Cheddar Shark, you pair a cheese with a meat. <laughs> Ooh, okay. Ah, okay, yeah. So some salam like with a little bit of gorgonzola, maybe a little bit of capricol with a bit mm. of uh, brie or something like that. Is that what we're talking about here? Yeah. I'd rather just do the drugs. You'll just do the drugs. You're just going to keep the briefcase full of drugs. <laughs> you'll do I'll the, take that. You'll do the, the shark, the shark yeah. board. <laughs> and we got roasted vegetables. What if here. drugs were pushed into the cheese? <laughs> that's, how you get, that's how you get me to eat the drugs. <laughs> that's, that's how I'm going to do that. Uh, it's in cheese. Oh fuck! Fine. <laughs> <laughs> I'm addicted. I'm that. I'm addicted to the cheese. Um, well, I mean, cheese and cocaine pretty much do the same thing to the brain. They are the same thing. They're fantastic. They're <clears throat> they both release all the endorphins. They're both wonderful, wonderful things that we need uh, in the day of the life. Um, what were we looking at at the time here? Okay, let's do the game. Okay. That's number one. It's a game. Let's yes. play us a game, Drew. So- that's one thing I bring to offcuts as some <laughs> weird. Games. You bring you bring entertainment and structure and, right. and goodness and fun. I love it. Thanks. Okay, so this game is a quotes game. Okay, you just name the movie. So I'm the, all the quotes are um, food related. Okay. Okay. All right. Let me see here. Uh, you know, I am a Good like you said earlier. I am a trivia smith, a trivia quizman. So let's go ahead and just uh, make it cursor trivia style. Nice. All right, here we go. Let's play a game. I'm into it. All right, so do you, are you going to like say your name, or are you going to Yeah, just... we'll ring it with our names. Say my okay. name, say my name. In... <laughs> Fuck okay. you so hard, Chris. <laughs> <laughs> All right. You want to what? <laughs> you heard me. <laughs> First quote. If you are what you eat, then I only want to eat the good stuff. Oh, I think uh, I've heard this one. Uh, if you it's are what hard. you eat, I only want to eat the good stuff. Uh, I'm going to take a guess. Chris. Goodfellas? No. No, I don't know. A lot of it's a movie. food It's a movie we talked about on the podcast. It was something that Christine mentioned oh, in her letter. Oh, shit. It's Disney. When we were doing food movies? Oh. You guys want to... I don't listen to the podcast. Well, you want to guess, though? You don't have any guess at all? What's our food food movie? You guys want to guess? Wait. Because th- th- I, I, I buzzed in. I'm out. I feel like I'm out. I feel like I'm out if I buzzed in once. Keep, oh. keep buzzing. Nobody cares. No, us. stay no. in, please. All right. Uh, <laughs> is it Ratatouille? Yes. Oh, okay, because he's at Disney. Right? There we go. Come on, guys. Pay attention. Okay. <laughs> this, this one. All right. Next one is a conversation. Not too long. Don't okay. worry. Okay. You going to order something, kid? Uh, Yeah. Give me a tab. Tab? I can't give you a tab uh, unless you uh, order uh, something. Chris, yes. Back to the Future Part 2. Yes. <laughs> so the rest of it is, all right, give me Pepsi free. Pepsi you free. want Pepsi, pal? You're going to pay for it. <laughs> yeah. I would see if if you had read that, but I would have gotten that. There was that thing, the Pepsi Free. That was the thing in the eighties. Yeah. Yes, it was. Well, yeah. it was just, a free just like Pepsi uh, Clear in the nineties. Was it free of sugar? I think that was Back to the Future, the first one, though. Oh, was the first it, it one? Was when he goes back to the fifties, because he was back oh, in the fifties. Yeah, but I mean, close no, enough. I was wrong. So we'll, we'll, get, we'll give it to you. Oh, no, I was wrong. Yeah, <laughs> call it a mulligan. 
Okay. That is a mulligan. Hardcore. All right, ready? All right. Anyone who brings candy into this camp is not your friend. He is a destroyer. Uh, oh. Is that a... Uh, ring uh, in, ring uh, in. Uh, oh, try, Chris, God. heavyweights? Yes. Yeah. There we go. Fat camp yeah. movie. If I was, movie. Yeah, Christine had mentioned she was disappointed we did not talk about that on the show, so we'll have to. I love that movie. Uh, it's so a fantastic, much. written by Judd Apatow, uh, starring, maybe even directed by Judd Apatow, starring Ben, uh, ben, ben Stiller. Ben Stiller and his parents. Crazy motherfucker. I love oh, when he, so he's good. running through the woods, the racing bikes through the woods, and he jumps off, <laughs> and he like lifts Carries the bike up, and he like does lifts with it while he's running Lars. Oh my God. Do it, do it, Lars. <laughs> Yes. Yeah, <laughs> oh my god, fun movie. Alright, next one. And then that fat kid who was oh. in the Mighty Ducks movie, and yes. now he's uh, like a meth addict. Oh. Hey, good for him. He's yeah. probably lost a lot of weight. He has lost weight. Yeah. It's not the Me- point of fat. <laughs> meth will do that to you. Or it's the point of meth camp. Meth camp. <laughs> do not send your children to meth camp, please. <laughs> All it's right. not to deter them. <laughs> we'll call it Little Tweakers. Yeah, Little Tweakers. Drewster's Little Tweakers summer camp. Oh, my God. Boy, oh, boy, Mom. You sure can hydrate a pizza. Oh, that's back to the... Chris, back to the yes. future part, two. That's the hydrator rehydrator oh. thing. Yeah, nice. it's a Black & Decker. You're doing uh, well. Rehydrator. Oh, I like he watches this. a lot of movies. Which is weird, because Black & Decker, that seems like something would be in the garage. Yeah. Like, you know what I mean? But like, they made it should a re- be like a General Electric or something. That's why it's a funny pull for it to be the, the yeah. brand. Yeah, it's good. The snozberries taste like snozberries. Yes. Uh, Charlie and Chocolate Factory. Ooh. Or Willy Wonka. The yeah, yeah. I was going to get technical. You're because correct. I don't think, I don't think they say that in Charlie and Chocolate Factory. <laughs> Do you don't think, think they, they do? In the remake, yeah. No, they, no, they don't. The remake. No, but they say the Willy Wonka. I yeah. just finally got to play uh, the Willy Wonka uh, pinball machine. It was just released mm. by Jersey Jack Pinball. I got We got to play it last night. It was awesome. We're at the Pinball Lounge. Pinball Lounge. Oveto. That was awesome. Pinball Lounge. How did they not sponsor you personally? I don't know. They should. <laughs> should they tattoo yeah, it on your back. Personally, too. Yeah, not yeah. even a podcast. Just like you. Yeah. Yeah, as a, as a pinball advocate. <laughs> in in the movie in the book Spoonbenders, there is a character who uses his psychic abilities to move a pinball. So what mm-hmm. in what movie? Spoonbenders. Uh, no, it's, it's a, a book I'm reading. Oh, the Spoonbenders. You have to read a book. Uh, I'm not gonna do that. Uh, <laughs> Get the Audible. People will read it to you. Yeah, like a child, oh, yeah. Like, a, like a baby. They'll read it to you. Like a baby. Uh, read me a book, please, mommy. <laughs> we all know Steve's illiterate. <laughs> Don't make fun of him. You don't need to read words, edit stuff. Yeah. Mm-hmm. All right, ready? Yes. This is one's a conversation. You're Abe Froman. Oh, I'm uh, Abe Froman. Uh, 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 Chris, Ferris, Bueller's Day Off. Yes. Abe Froman, Sausage King of Chicago. Sausage King of Chicago. Yes. Uh, yeah, that's me. That's me. Okay. You're Abe Froman. <laughs> what's, what's the name of the principal on that? I, 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 the voice that they do when they pretend to be the dad. Oh, yeah. Yeah, it's, uh, it's like, let my, my daughter... I can't remember. Like, Jeff Jeffrey Jones, the, the pedophile. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Oh yeah. Unfortunately, yes. Yeah. Great actor. Yeah. Terrible person. Terrible, <laughs> terrible person. Usually the way it works. Usually the way. Oh. Yeah. That's right. why I can't read it so great. It's challenging. <laughs> this next one's challenging. Whenever a boy comes over, you should always have something baking. But more importantly, you oh, should etchy. always set a timer. Yes. Clueless? Yes! Oh, yes! Wow. yes! Damn, one of, Steve. One of the best movies ever. Yes. Yes. Great movie. Good job, Steve. <laughs> nice. All right, two more. Let's see if you can pull it back into the <laughs> lead. All right. Your husband's all right, Mrs. Blank. He's fishing. He just caught a couple of stripers. We'll, be, oh, we'll bring him in for dinner. Won't be long. Haven't seen anything yet. Over and out. Uh, well, oh. 
Why'd you blank out the name? You blanked out a name. I know. Is that the name of the movie, Mrs. Jaws? It would be, <laughs> yes. <laughs> Mrs. Brody. Mrs. Brody. Very good. Is it, is it Jaws? It is Jaws. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Because right, that's when yeah, he's... Yeah, Mrs. Yeah, Jaws. Yeah, okay, sure. Last got one. Mrs. Got Jaws. Good. Got me good. Got me good. All right, last chance. Last one. Come on, you get one. No. A lovely cheese pizza just for me. Oh, that's uh, Home Alone. Yes. Chris, Home Alone. I was Come gonna, on. and then I was like, no, that's not it. And then, Damn it. And then the second one, he's in the limo eating a cheese pizza. Yes. So yes. It's like, this is, this is it. This is what life is all about. Yeah. <laughs> eating pizza on limos. Hell yeah. Right? I know how much you love that cheese pizza, Chris. Yeah, he's talking about child porn. Have you guys yeah. talked about how like sadistic Kevin McAllister becomes in the second movie? Like how he sets up the whole apartment or whatever, that giant house? Yeah. That yeah. House. He didn't need to be there. Into- he, he could have just left. Yeah, that's true. No, but he wanted he, to fuck those guys up again. He, but he wanted to watch them. Yeah. That's the weird part. Oh, yeah. that's true. Yeah, to <laughs> make sure all his contraptions fucker. worked and he wants I to. I guess, yeah. yeah. It doesn't work if you're not there to witness it. Yeah. If there's no pain. Exactly. Yeah. Now, you know what would be best, though? If like, you don't get joy from their pain, then what's the point? Then what's the point of the pain? <laughs> I, I love the idea, though, if in the second one he saw the two of them. Mm-hmm. And was like, wait, that can't be them. Those were the wet bandits. These guys are the sticky bandits. They're clearly different. <laughs> a, a completely different. <laughs> a whole new city. Clearly different bandits. <laughs> okay. Uh, I need you guys for like one minute to talk about, uh, I don't know, talk about all guts or something. Yeah, talk about some meat. I'll be right back. Hold on a second. I'll be right back. All right. So, guys, how's the uh, podcast that I don't listen to? <laughs> <laughs> we need you. When are, when are you coming on, Drew? Uh, you, you, you tell me. You're okay. We'll get I, you I, scheduled. Yeah, I got to do listen to there, any But shows. I don't listen to podcasts at all. <laughs> I've, I've been on one for five years and I've never listened to a single episode. That's amazing. No. Well, you, it's good. It started off as a joke and now now it's for me, it's like the whole not seeing snow thing. Like, I've never seen snow and at this point oh, yeah. in time, like, I don't think I want to. Like, I want to be that guy who's like, no, how old are you? Well, I'm 75 and I've never seen snow. Fuck you guys. Yeah. <laughs> That's true. I can see that. But you, I, I loved it once I saw it, though. Yeah. I got to play. Snow. But you're telling me it's so cold outside that the rain has turned to ice? It's weird. There's That's, that's what you're saying. It doesn't feel that cold. Because that's what you're saying. I mean, it feels cold. That, but That like, sounds awful. I thought it was 10 times colder in order for there to be like ice coming from right. the fight than it actually was. It's obviously cold, but yeah. it was like, really? Oh, okay. I can do this. Yeah, no. <laughs> yeah. No, thank you. What in Christ's name is fucking right, going on here? We're trying to drink this week. Well, is it a blind taste clear. test? Blind taste test. Let's see if you guys can figure out what it is. If it's even any good, go ahead. Take some sips. Take some drinks. Mm. Enjoy. Ah, yes. It's something it's weird and strange and different. Yeah, yeah, the, yeah. What color is that? What color? What do you even describe that color? It's purple. It's purple. Reddish purple. Reddish purple. Yeah, it's a weird. Even in the bottle, it's a weird color. Oh, I gave away that it comes in a bottle. Okay, so Ooh. That's like that's a hint. It's not in a bag. Not in a box. Okay. It's like a flavored soda of some kind. Flavored soda. Of some this kind. is some yeah. sort of. Artificially flavored fruit soda. Artificial. We're getting there. We're getting closer. Mm, okay. Okay. Uh, it's very light, so I can actually. Is it just sparkling cider? Is that what this is? You were for sparkling cider? Is that yeah. your guess? Like just sparkling apple juice. Just a sparkling apple yeah. juice or cider? Pick one. Ooh. Those are different things. If it's brown, I don't you're think in it's... cider town. If it's yellow, <laughs> you got juice there, fella. <laughs> <laughs> I got juice. I, I got sparkling juice. <laughs> Probably apple juice. You guys want to take a guess on what you think you're drinking over there? What? You want to take a guess on what you may be drinking? Is it like a flavored God. Zima type of drink? No, it's not an alcoholic. It doesn't There's taste no alcohol. alcohol in no, here. no alcohol. I wouldn't pass off alcohol without telling Way you. Way too much sugar. I wouldn't do that to you. 
Yeah, all, all, all I can say is like you know, it, it, it's care. light enough mm. that like it's almost like I got like a couple inches of uh, you know, like in the cup. Yeah, uh, filled with liquid, yeah. and I can still see the bottom of it. You can see right through. Like, yeah, yeah, yeah. I guess it's fruity. It smells a little like cotton candy-ish. Oh, cotton candy-ish. It's that artificial fruit flavor. It is okay. artificial. Maybe that's it's artificial it for sure. Yeah, it's yeah. definitely artificial. So, are you, you want to go with cotton candy? You think? Or sure. What I, cotton yeah. candy is the closest. Fruity cotton candy. Fruity. Yeah. You know, some sort of cotton candy. Drew I want, says. I want to say I've drank this. Before, sparkle. Drew says sparkling apple juice. Okay. I don't hear. I don't. I don't hear. I don't taste apple. You don't taste apple. I don't hear any apple. I just taste fake fruit. We don't hear any apples in there. <laughs> That's for sure. Okay. You guys ready for, to find out what it is? Yes. You want me to tell you? Yeah, please. It is Manzano flavored soda, oh, a.k.a. apple flavored soda. Nice. Juicy Carver was the closest. It's Postal Bon it brand takes, Spanish soda. It tastes more yes. like grape to me. No, it's that fake it's, ass it's apple. It's fake. It's artificial. That's why it doesn't taste like what do you think it would. But it's, 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 It smells like an apple Jolly Rancher. It is an apple flavored soda, which means oh. Drew, as the winner of that game, you get to take nice. on the rest of the soda. I don't Yay. want it. <laughs> <laughs> you can have it. Uh, all right. It is a very odd color, though. If you if you see purple, color, right? you might be your might be your brain might be tasting. Grape. That's the thing, and that how the weird way your brain Could be. yeah you associate colors with foods and the yes, right. that can totally be screwing you up. Yeah, mm-hmm. but there you go. Apple soda. Uh, this is the off cuts. That's the end of episode three forty three. Drew, thank you. You're welcome. Steve, thank you. You're welcome. Allison, thank you so much for joining us. That was fantastic. It's an honor. You're 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 great. You brought Thank us a game, you. brought us a review, yeah. <laughs> one of the most prepared guests we've ever had. You brought us coffee. All, all Chris brought us was shitty soda. I brought you guys shitty soda. <laughs> I'm all jacked up on Lineage Cold Brew. Uh, the alcohol is cut it, fortunately, nice and good. So, um, All right. Nice little speedball going there. Yeah, it's a, it's a liquid speedball. That's, that's, the name of my, uh, that's the name of my cafe. <laughs> Come to the liquid speedballs. We have a booze license and we sell coffee. Yeah. If you can't get the door open to leave the establishment, just move the bodies. Just move the bodies. <laughs> Look, it's right next to... Uh, it's right next to Drewster's, uh, Drewster's Little Tweakers, mm-hmm. his, uh, <laughs> his meth summer camp. Yep. You, you pick one. What, what's your po- uh, poison of choice? Uh, all right, that's it for this week. Uh, you are all welcome for this week's free episode. Thank you to our Patreon listeners. You guys are the best. And also, um, the Global Peace Film Festival schedule is up. Go check that out. Globalpeacefilmfest.org. Oof, I should know that. Um, just Google it. Google it. Someone remix that. Global Peace Film Festival, Winter Park, Florida, coming in September. Schedule's online. Check it out. Uh, I'll be talking more about that in the next few weeks. Everyone, peace out. PFT Media Production.